It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Slew Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. That's the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play Beth on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con, and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. <laughs> hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout-out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah! Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I played Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. To Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead, plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi, Sister Speak podcast. This is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello everyone at Sister Speak, it's Kyla Kennedy and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi Sister Speak, this is Ryan Charbonneau and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour, I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead, just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great, and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak's podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. <laughs> Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You're some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin 
Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout out to Sister Speak, keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne, who plays Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hi, I'm Ernie Hudson, and I'm here with Sister K on Sister Speak Podcast. Aussie John here with another dumb but short tagline. I mean, are these even still a thing? Or does this make me the bad guys? Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister Kay. I'm Kelly. And welcome to episode 118. Let's get started. <laughs> Welcome to Sister Speak Nation. We are going to be talking about episode 11 of season 10 titled Morning Star. And before we do, welcome, welcome Kelly to the Thank podcast you. Thank again. You. My second time. Second time. Thank you so much for joining me. Kelly, yes. since I haven't talked to you since the second half of the season started, mm-hmm. what has been your thoughts on the second half of season 10, because I know I talked, I spoke with you, I think episode five or six of the first half of the season. Yeah, my thoughts, um, I, I did not want to be negative coming on here. <laughs> you know what? Just go mm, for it. Yeah, I, my thoughts have been, they need to go ahead and wrap this show up because I'm just not feeling it anymore. I mean, there have definitely been some moments, like, of course, uh, what everybody I'm sure is losing their mind about with Alpha and uh, Negan oh. having having their little uh, conjugal naked, moment. Naked sex. <laughs> you know, actually, I wasn't as mad as everybody else was. I wasn't that grossed out about it. I mean, I was mostly grossed out because <laughs> they were just, like, visibly dirty. <laughs> yes, so. that's the part. That that's the part that turned me off, you know, <laughs> two dirty people about to do the thing. But, um, you know, in terms of them hooking up, I'm going to get into this later, my thoughts on Alpha. Um, but <laughs> other than that kind of thing, it, it really hasn't been holding my attention. Um, the show has lost all its interesting people and there it looks like the writers aren't bothering to make anybody else interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and so, a good point. You know, with with Michonne gone, uh, yeah, I haven't really been loving it. I mean, there's been a couple of scenes that I was like, woo, but. I agree with you. I haven't been loving it either because the people that are interesting, they're not spending time with. Or even that could be interesting. Or that could be interesting that we haven't developed the story on them yet. So we keep focusing on all these characters that nobody cares about. And then, okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm one of those who is in the I can't stand Carol group. And when just when I thought I really couldn't stand Carol, they make her that much worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at the point where I'm like, please, somebody kill Carol. You know, Walker number three, please kill her. <laughs> you know, anybody. Somebody, <laughs> please. 
Right. When, when she was, when the cliff was there and she slipped off the cliff. I was like, cliff, please cl- kill her. <laughs> I, oh I, I, my can't, gosh. I can't, she's, I find her insufferable. Wow. In this, You're in, in that camp. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, let me just, let me make a difference here. I didn't like Carol in the sense that she is a person that I don't like. Right. But as a character, I had no problem with her on the show. I like the storylines around her. I like other people's interactions with her. Um, I even like Melissa McBride's acting. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, I think Carol as a person is shady as hell. And um, I don't trust her. I don't like her. But the her being a character never bothered me. But the second half has made her a character that I can't stand to even watch. She's insufferable. I'm like, <laughs> why are you doing things that are dumb as shit? You know what I mean? And it's like, I can't even feel sympathy for her motivations because seriously, yeah. what has she experienced that everybody else hasn't experienced? Right. What, what gives her the right to... Well, except losing all these damn kids. Yeah, but other people have lost all those damn kids too. Yeah, that's true. You know, um, and it doesn't give her the right to endanger other people. If she wanted to be this lone wolf, if they decided to like, if they had her on a boat or whatever, and she was just going off and doing her own thing. And it was just like, that would be cool. I actually would be down for that. Um, But every little decision she's making is putting other people in danger. And I I just like, uh -uh, uh-uh. That is true. That is so true. And the fact that she doesn't even recognize that, and she does it anyway with no care. Like, she doesn't even in the moment say, yeah, I know that was fucked up. I'm, I'm putting all y'all in danger. No. None of that. Exactly. She's going to do it anyway because she has to kill her. I just feel so much. She she killed my boy. And, you know, like I said, I hear you. <laughs> you know, in, in terms of, you know, wanting to kill Alpha. But getting everybody else killed because you're wanting to kill Alfred is a mm-hmm. different, is a different thing. Totally different thing. You know, and I, I it's just, I can't get down with her. And then them running after her every time she does something. Oh, I jacked her up. Is annoying. I will say now I'm not on the hate Carol being, I, she never has bothered me, mm-hmm. but this last, I'd say three episodes. Oh, Ugh. I'm starting to move towards that side. I'm like, why? But I'm more angry at the writers of it because yes. why are they making this character do this? Yes. This is so outside of her her normal. Well, this is the same MO she's been having, okay? She's been having this MO from the beginning since season probably three, right? Mm-hmm. After Sophia died and what all of three? that. That was Sophia? That was the Two was Sophia, but then three was a prison. Yeah. When she jacked up the people for Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Being sick. I don't even mind that. I mean, I actually thought that was... <laughs> I mean, we were like, okay, that's kind of fucked up, but it wasn't, you know, like, I hate her for doing it. Yeah. You know, I, I can see why, especially now, a days. But um, it didn't bother me, because that was kind of the progression of this character of going from she's lost something, now she's, like, totally changing herself. Can I interject it real quick on that? Mm-hmm. I didn't hate her for doing it. I hated her for doing it and then lying about it. <laughs> That's what I hated her for. If she had just well, done it. come and admit it when Rick was trying to kick her ass out. Well, Rick didn't kick her. That was after everybody was like, well, who did it? Who did it? Who didn't? She's just sitting there quiet as a mouse. And, you know. <laughs> Honey, that's real life. Who would go and admit that shit? You fucking coward. I, just, I was just getting baby mad with that. I was like, at least own it. Be like, yeah, I did it. I had no. to do something. Blah, blah, blah. No, you know. she was not going to admit that. Yeah, that's shady. Uh-uh. She was not going to admit that. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was the wrong action, but I did feel that I understood her motivations in doing it. So had she not been you know, a snake about it and a coward and watched everybody else beating everybody up about it. Um, I would have been like, it was the wrong thing, but I get why she did it. And I wouldn't have hated her for that. (laughs) (laughs) I hate, I, I'm just, I don't, first of all, I said this before, I don't like it when they're putting her as the end all be all woman of the show. Right. She's the end all be all woman on the show that everyone starts, wants to gravitate to they have i mean everybody was sniffing around her back when they first found the kingdom and now it's the same thing like uh what's his name king ezekiel in this episode he comes and seeks her out she hasn't been seeking his ass out ever since she left and gave him his ring back and went on that boat and then i i'm not forgetting that episode where she got off the boat and gave him the cold ass shoulder couldn't even give him the decency to say hello how are you before she ran off, right? right? But yeah, he's still here. He is sniffing around, saying, well, I'm not going to leave here until you come back. We'll both be eaten up by mosquitoes together. I'm thinking, really? You know what? She is dangerously in becoming a trick hoe. She's about to be trick hoe number. What, what number? No, I don't think she's a trick hoe, though. I do. I don't. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she meets the definition of a trick hoe yet. Uh. No, let's get to tr- that King Ezekiel part when we when we do. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So I guess we'll start at the beginning where I didn't know what the fuck they were doing, but Beta is cutting the trees and getting the sap out. Yeah, I, and obviously they're collecting it in large quantities because they have a ton of trees that they're doing this to. Okay, can I? Uh, can, oh, I hate. To but start later, compl- uh, I hate to start complaining. Like uh, scene one, but I'm uh, scene one was is the beginning of my complaint. So why? Be- because the writing of the show. Mm-hmm. Because the walk. What are, what are those people called? The whispers. Okay, they are clearly quite organized at going to war. Oh yeah. My, my question is, 
why the fuck are we going to war? I don't, I don't really get their motivation. Why are they so intent and driven about eradicating these, these groups? I don't because know. There's nothing for them to gain. It's not like they're trying to go live there. They're going to stay out in the woods no matter what. So nobody's stopping them from being in the woods. I don't understand their motivation. And this is, you know, I was sitting yes. there yes. like watching them do this. And I'm like, yeah, this is some organized shit. And it would make total sense if I knew why they were going to war in the first place. Right. That's the part they have not given us the clear enough information on. Right. Why is Alpha and the Whisperers trying to eradicate every single group of people that have some semblance of real life together exactly. like you said like what made sense to me when negan later i know we're skipping we can do that when negan later says look we can bring them into our ranks we don't have to kill them all and she's like oh yeah we are <laughs> and he didn't know what that meant until later but okay so if that's the reason i get it you're trying to build your bigger group of herd but that's not what she's been that's not how they told us their history was Mm-mm. She was going to let them coincide as long as they don't pass through her land. Okay. They pass through your land. So now is that the only reason why you're going to kill everybody? It don't make no sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, if we were going to say she was going to be getting some revenge for Lydia. Well, I would say cutting off 14 people's heads was revenge enough. Okay. Um, If, if Carol had gone and taken out some of their people, then I could see their right. Being but I haven't seen this escalation that explains their actions. And, you know, since they introduced, like I said, I'm being complaining through this whole thing because I have a problem with every single aspect of this show right now. And like, <laughs> what's her name? What's the child's name? I wrote it down. Cause I don't take the time to remember. Judith? Um, no. Lydia? Mary? Mary? Is that the, the Mary, gamma? the gamma? Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so if all of the whispers are sentient thinking beings, you don't think two or three of them are like, why the frick are we going and, and tearing down these towns when... We could live there. And there's children in these towns. Yeah. Small children. But they, but guess what? Well, so I guess that earlier this season, when she was killing up all the people that had dissenting opinions was supposed to tell us that everyone who's left don't have dissenting opinions. Like they all agree with her philosophy and her way of doing things or else they're too scared to speak up because she kills everybody who says anything opposite of what she's trying to do. uh, Maybe that's what we're supposed to believe. That we're supposed to think? I don't know. I do think that some people would have some pause about going and killing up a whole town that has babies and stuff. I would think they're not going to kill up the babies. We don't know. We'll find out in the next episode. But I'm assuming that they're going to kill all the people fighting and leave like the kids and the people that are cowering in the dark alone. But who knows? Maybe they are going to try to kill them up. And that doesn't quite make sense. It doesn't. Because like, I I think going back to like, um, what was his name? The governor. Okay. I really liked how that was done. So like the governor was cuckoo and evil and all that stuff, but the townspeople did not know that. No. 
And when he said, let's go to war with, and they were, they were mildly obnoxious. You know, I was kind of fine with killing most of them because, you know, like they were like liking the little uh, zombie, like sports that they had going on and everything. Yes, yes. So they were mildly obnoxious. But when it came down to going to war with the prison, um, a few of them were like, okay, wait a minute. Why are we doing this now? Remember? And then that's when he shot them all. (laughs) Well, but also he was lying to them by saying they're trying to come and snatch up our place. Right. And they didn't know. Right. Most of them because they were, you know, safe in their little town. Right. That made sense because then people didn't know. So, yeah, of course, you're going to go defend your shit. Right. Meanwhile, you know, fast forward to whatever season we're on now. What is this? Ten? Ten. Um, and what exactly is the motivation for the for the whisperer? We don't people? we don't we don't know. To have more woods to live in, I, I, like I said, I'm from this part of the country. There's plenty of woods for them. So, right? Can we just move to another location? Exactly. There's plenty of woods. So yeah, I I, I don't get the motivation, and I really fault um, the writing on this because I, I think it could be good. I think it could we, be if we understood their motivation, they would be a very scary foe. Well, even if we didn't understand their motivation, if they had at least said the reason had it be a real reason why despite the only thing that okay so she cut off their heads because they went across the territory we get that part she's gonna let them live if they stay away then they she wants to come and take more land right Mm -hmm. the boundaries have changed we get that but what has happened since then except for the fact that she lured carol and them in the cave to make her say you know what we're bringing the army and we're going to war. Right. And besides that stupid fight with her and Daryl, is that yeah. why maybe, but no. even still, it doesn't make any sense because even think about this, even before then she had already had Dante in the group doing nasty things. <gasps> yep. I forgot about Dante already. So she's just been straight up nasty Fucking from, from the jump, but the jump. Like, I don't understand why, what do you have to gain from this? Nothing. Now, to be crazy for crazy sake, we get that. Just let her be crazy for crazy sake. Then we shouldn't have had no backstory on them. Right. They shouldn't have lasted this long then. Right. You should have had them all the way in the back burner until you're ready to have another war. Exactly. Like they're back from winter break. Okay, now we're getting ready to go to war again. (laughs) You know, (laughs) they went to spring break and they came back and now they're ready to go fight. (laughs) They were down in Florida on the beach. Now they back home, they need something to do. They need something to do. Okay. If that's all it is, I get it. Okay, let's do that. Let's roll with it. Exactly. But then why did you have us stringing all this bullshit out? Yeah, I mean, it just don't make sense. Why do we even have a backstory? I really was interested in the Whisperers. I really loved how they came onto the show. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah. And I was really intrigued by Alpha. I thought she was bad as the first couple episodes. Yeah. Then they gave us that whack out backstory, and I was like, wait a minute, this don't make no damn sense. And then the people are saying, hey, uh, maybe we could take over their shit and live there. Right. And she's like, kill, kill, because no, we ain't living there. We're going to stay out. We're going to be free. Really? Yeah, exactly. Really? really? And everybody's following her. Like, no questions asked. Exactly. I mean, th- there's got to be. Like, I could even get down with the Woodbury people fighting because they had something to fight for. They were living large for nice. the most part mm-hmm. <laughs> in the apocalypse. So if they felt that somebody was going to tear that down, they, they're they going to fight for it. I'm cool with that. I'm not fighting to live in the woods. I'm sorry. And pee in a fucking ditch. And pee, and pee in a ditch. With no fucking toilet paper. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> I'm and not be, fighting for none of that. And having skins on my damn face and dirt Hell all around no. my fucking eyes and mouth and shit. No. She just looks nasty and dirty. She is nasty and dirty. Did you see all those dirt spots on them when they were naked? Yes. It's like, ew, that's not even sexy. I'm sorry, but it's not. And so even, okay, so then moving on to mm-hmm. her and Negan on the rocks mm-hmm. and she's giving him the switch to, to beat her arm <laughs> and then she's going to beat his arm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can even get with that if it's just her being fucking crazy, which it is. It is. It is. But because of all the other backstory they gave us, it don't make no fucking sense. There's a few things about that that don't make sense to me because, again, it's the writing. It's not them. Um, I don't buy Alpha buying into Negan that fast. Well, yeah, I, but I don't think it's been that fast. Well, how long has it been? It's been some time, ain't it? Okay, so, no, because they left off um, with uh, Carol running into the ditch, and they started off the, the mid-season, them still in the ditch. So it ha- there's been no time. But Negan was with them since what? The episode okay. before the last episode of the half season? When did he leave? See, I don't even remember now. I don't remember. I get okay. what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but I think he's, I think that's, they're trying to say that he's given her enough good intel or thought processes that she now trusts him somewhat. Yeah. I mean, like I said, some of it is writing because I think if they were, I, I, I'm guessing this is where they were going with this as opposed to um, uh, beta, who is more like a blunt instrument and he's just, um, Negan is much more cerebral and I think Alpha is much more cerebral. Mm-hmm. So I think she's enjoying having somebody who really talks to her and Negan doesn't have enough sense or he just has too much swag to like kowtow and bow down to her. Right. Um, he does, but he's pretending. Right. So, you know, I think she finds that both attractive and, and like I said, I've got, I've got, deep thoughts on alpha um i think the thing that makes her interesting to me um is that she 
has one philosophy that she forces everybody else into, mm-hmm. but she's so full of shit because so full of shit. You know, she doesn't even. I don't buy her own Kool Aid. Yes, and you know, I once asked a guy this. I was like, "Do you not know that you're this full of shit, or do you think I don't know that?" (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need to know what the guy said to that. (laughs) Oh no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different podcast. But But I feel that way when I'm looking at Alpha. Yes, yes, because you know she seems to be like some sort of zealot true believer in this philosophy that we are we are removed from our humanity right we're not humans anymore we're some other thing closer to animals right wild animals but she is so very motivated by her humanity her humanity yeah you know like just the the scenes that we get like going back to lydia um, you know, she, she was abusive to Lydia, you know, she didn't let her call her mommy or whatever, but damn, she nearly fell out when Lydia left because at her heart, that's her baby. Which would have made a very interesting character if they would have shown her knowing that she's bullshitting people yes. and doing a separate thing, like saying, Hey, I'm going to do this because it's my child. But I'm bullshitting and making everybody else do something different because I want them to follow me and what I say. Exactly. And that's what I say. Is she self-aware? Does she know that she's full of shit? Because, like, even with hooking up with Negan, like, everybody was like, ew, ew, ew. And yeah, it was kind of ooey. But at the same time, I was like, okay. But she's also a human being. And everybody's like, well, it's been a long time since Negan has had any. I was like, well, it's probably been a long time since she's had any. Right? She killed her husband. Right. True. <laughs> and True. it doesn't look like she and um and Beta are doing anything. So, you know, this reasonably attractive man shows up and she's she like gonna try to get it. Exactly. And he looks like the, the the vibe that he gives off is that we can have sex with no strings, right? Right. Like like if she if she had sex with Beta, Beta's already like hanging all over her. Well, as I was reminded myself a couple episodes back, Beta is gay. Because when he we is? first, when oh, we first, his lover. Yeah, we first met G- Beta, which I totally forgot because I thought they were me hooking too. up too, and then they mm-hmm. reminded me, um, nah, his at Robert and um, brother Ray reminded me that, uh, no, he had a boyfriend. That's his shirt he was wearing, and when we first met him. Okay, I forgot that too. I thought maybe that guy was his brother though. Did we know it was his lover for real? I'm assuming it wasn't his brother because he was so much smaller. That's true. That could happen. <laughs> that is, I mean, that could happen, but still. I mean, it does happen. Like, you know, those Hemsworth brothers? <laughs> <laughs> one is Thor and one is, you know, a big strapping guy. And the other one is like Danny DeVito, right? So, oh, you mean well, the one, one from one, West, Westworld? One Westworld. He's not Danny DeVito. <laughs> Not that bad. You're right. He's not. He's not sad. He's a day to veto of the Hemsworth brothers. No, he is not. 
other two are like these big strapping like dumb. No, you should say he's the the Kevin Jonas of the Jonas Brothers. I don't even know them. That's how old I. Am. I, don't, I don't know them either, but I know that there's one that's a little less buffy as the rest of them. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I guess it could have been his brother, but I, I didn't catch that that was his lover, but that makes sense. It does make sense. I did think that at the time, but then I totally forgot since then. Okay. So, yeah, she ain't been getting that. Well, who knows? She could have been sleeping with somebody else, but I don't mind her trying to get with Negan. I don't mind it either. I just don't like that they've tried to make her a person that has a reason for doing this shit, but the reason don't make no motherfucking sense. Well, I, I'm just looking at her, you know, I'm side-eyeing her because she keeps talking about not being human, but everything she does is human. Hooking up with some dude because it's been a while and he's mildly, you know, he's, um, he's attractive adjacent. I mean, now let me tell you, Jeffrey. <laughs> what? You are dropping some bombs today. Attractive adjacent. Yeah, he's not. Jeffrey, let me tell you something. Jeffrey Dean Morgan used to be my screensaver, okay? <laughs> he used to be, like, to me, my ideal man. But now he's all, like... Skinny. skinny. Yeah, I, I know. He, he was all strapping and stuff, but now he's, like, skinny. And even when he took off the shirt, I was like, mm-mm, put that back on. You know, it wasn't... I know. You're right about that. Even Rick looked better, and Rick is just naturally skinny. Um so yeah, I mean, so that's what I mean by attractive adjacent. I mean, but let's let's just pretend he's not skinnier than he used to be, and you didn't know what he used to look like. So yeah, mm-hmm. this 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 attractive, smart, because that's sexy to me too. Smart man shows up who is challenging, and you you get that tit for tat thing going on. I get it. I totally get it. I mean, they were disgusting, but I get it. And but again, alpha that's wanting to hook up with a dude that's human <laughs> that's well, human she would call it animalistic yeah but no he, animals hook up to make babies so you're right yes you're right and that's human wanting to hook up with this attractive dude who makes you laugh that's human <laughs> wanting to go chase down your daughter that's human that's yep you know and um so Everything she actually does is like human. Yes, she gets mad at everybody else for being human and expects that woman to leave her baby in the field. Sure did. Right? And now, she didn't leave her baby in the field, did she? She sure didn't. <laughs> I think she was tired of that baby crying. That's what I think. She was, but I'm just saying, you know, she she has a, one set of rules for herself and a whole other set for everybody else. She does. And I'm, and that's what I said. I'm trying to figure out, is she self-aware enough to know that she's doing that? Is no, she doing, no. You think she thinks she's doing her thing? She th- Yes, and that's how they've written. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Her, though. Mm. To be crazy enough to know, or to not know, excuse me, that she's doing totally opposite of what she's expecting everybody else to do. Yeah. Because even when Beta confronted her, she's like, that's my baby. <laughs> well, so was, uh, whatchamacallit's sister was her, that her was her baby. baby too. Exactly. You think anybody else don't like their babies the way you like yours? <laughs> True. Even when uh, Lydia, was it this episode or the one before where she and Daryl got into it? I guess it was the one before. The one before that. I didn't understand that whole fucking fight. Let me tell you something. I didn't realize until like the end where she was laid up that that was Alpha. <laughs> I hadn't realized. See? Okay. Yes. I hadn't was... realized that it was between Alpha and, and Daryl. That was confusing because it was so weird how they even got into that. The whole fight was strange to me. Like, why are you going to try to come? Knowing there's a bunch of them there. Why are you going to try to kill these um, whisperers by yourself in the middle of nothing? When your whole goal was to get back into the cave to try to find Connie and Magna. Right. And also, I can understand that you might have a hard time dropping Beta. But you can't drop um, Alpha. I can drop Alpha. <laughs> I mean, I didn't buy that the, there would be this big face-off between those two in a fight. Oh, and how funny that they're all walking just fine now. <laughs> right. Unless we're supposed to think that this has been a passage of a lot of time, but they didn't really express that anywhere. Because didn't Daryl lose several gallons of blood? <laughs> okay. His shit was spurting. Right. So she nicked an artery, right? So how it, is Daryl even still alive? Well, Lydia came, but still, his shit was spurting. He should at least be limping. Exactly. He limped a little bit, but off and on in this episode. I guess in that same way that Kelly with the broken angle can jump, you know, from rock to rock. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's 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 Walking Dead kind of stuff. It's Walking Dead shit. That's all we can say. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. At I least, mean, I mean, look. If it was campy, and we all knew it was campy, yeah. and y'all were doing it on purpose, then it would be different. But yeah. this, the, but this show has not been trying to be campy. It just has become that. I feel like I, I, I was trying to like gather my thoughts like i was taking notes on this um oh honey that's a lot well it wasn't because i had nothing really to say (laughs) 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 i'm actually looking at my notes i was like oh alpha got negan beating her and oh negan got a mask that was like the big i put an exclamation on that when that's another when did that happen honey i don't know i was trying to figure that shit out myself I mean, I thought the whole point, um, narratively, of having Negan infiltrate them was that we are now going to understand some things about the Whispers that we didn't understand before. And one of the things I thought was going to be Negan 
you know, narrating as he does and talking as he does, um, the whole getting the skin suit thing. How maybe he would find that gross or not gross because maybe they clean it and put lavender scent inside of it. I don't know. But something other than we just see him now wearing a suit. He's all in it. He's all up in it. And he's tall. Where are they getting these tall skins from? I guess they're looking for tall walkers. I don't, I don't tall know. Tall walkers. I'm, I'm just like, okay, we know he's got some ulterior reason <clears throat> for being with them when okay. he could have just ran off and been on his own. But we need to get to it. We don't need to string it out over five or six episodes. Get to it. Especially when it's obvious. Because it's, yes. We, we know that Negan is not going to kill all them people because he likes Judas. Right. So are we going to wait till we get to an Alpha Judas standoff and then he's going to jump in? Exactly. Is I that mean, what we're going to do? I, 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 I thought he was going to jump in on this episode. Well, because they haven't got to the real fight yet. Oh, those are all fight? the, those are the advance uh, troops. None of the real whispers are in that group right now. Well, our group is just about dead. After <laughs> I'm with the advance troops. I'm okay with. I'm talking about the Whisperer's advance group, not our group. So on uh-huh. our side, all our people are out there. But on Alpha, okay, well, on Alpha's side, <clears throat> they, they, they send in all the real walkers up there yep. first, and then they're going to come in. So we haven't even seen the real fight between the true Whisperers and the true our people yet. And I think that's when Negan will jump in. I just don't want it to take until the last fucking episode of the season. I need it to be done within the next episode. That's what we need. I mean, it looks I do... pretty done anyway. Now, I'm going to say this about this episode. There were a couple of things I liked. Okay. And then I really liked the thought. I'm jumping, I know. Sorry. <laughs> of the very end of the cool. battle that's coming. Because it's, I think it's going to force what I've been hoping it would, we would have for like two seasons. Which is, these fucking towns get destroyed and people have to fucking run. Yeah. And scatter. And then find each other again. Because that, to me, is when I like The Walking Dead the best. When they are having to battle to get back to their love, their families, real family or not, the family they that we've built. Like, they're all uh-huh. family, even though they're not blood. I want to see them having to run for their lives and then find each other again and end up in a new fucking place. We've been in these towns for too long. And I understand why we had to be there. But now it's made it stagnant and boring. And we've now got so much time to deal with people we don't care about. I want to see these new people. I want to see Kelly and Connie and Magna and all them. I don't really like Yumiko. She's annoying. I don't like Lydia. I don't need to see her. She can die. Wait, Yumiko. Okay, Yumiko, then, you don't like her. Ah, they don't haven't done anything with her. She's except, boring to me. Ex- yeah, except make her bitchy, and that's boring. Well, that's magma. Nobody is bitchier than magma. Mag magna. magna. Well, magna gets on my nerves too, but she's still more interesting than half the people that got on the screen today. And that's a sad thing. Ain't that sad? It so really let us is. let us. I, I'm excited for this. I like that part of this episode. We're finally getting to a battle. Let's get to it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the battle got on my nerves, too, but we're not even there yet. We're not even there yet. Okay. Okay, so then they whip each other, blah, 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 whatever. That's stupid. (laughs) Then what did you think about Eugene and his little... (laughs) His little romance over the phone with whatever, Stephanie, whatever her name is. 
<laughs> I can't even say that. I know. Uh, okay. I don't think much of it. I mean, the, the only thing that strikes me when they show it is who the hell is Stephanie? Who is this other group? Mm-hmm. Um, is this, you know, another, you know, shady thing that's going to happen? Is this another Terminus thing yeah. that's, that's yeah. about to happen? That's what I wonder. Um, but yeah, I get it. I mean, I feel sorry, well, as much as I can for Eugene. It's been a very long time in the apocalypse for him. And I'm sure he's very, very lonely. Um, I just don't want to see that much of that. I just don't think it's telling that much of a story. Yeah. They're little quips. So I thought that was just far too much screen time. I thought they could have skipped all the conversations between them and, and the very first shot of it be when, what's her name, Rosita walks in and hears her voice. That would have been interesting. I guess I didn't mind it in that it was trying to establish that they're now very comfortable with each other and they've been talking a lot because they were chit-chatting about albums and stuff, music. Mm -hmm. So I didn't mind it. The fact that he's, and then of course the fact that he ends up blurting out where he's at, Virginia, Mm -hmm. you know, I did kind of get irritated with Eugene when he started telling Rosie to leave, go, when she did walk in there and start chatting with her. And while there have been so many times in this show that I have totally wanted to like be mean to Rosita and cuss her out, that time I didn't. I was like, "Well, damn, you're the one who's doing something sneaky. What are you mad yeah. for?" And then he's jumping down her throat, like, "Just leave before I say something I don't want to say." Right? And I'd have been like, "And what you want to say, motherfucker? What?" <laughs> exactly. I, I want to left. I stood right there. And what? What you gonna do? Exactly. Come on with it then. Come on with it. <laughs> what are you doing up in here anyway? What you doing up in here? Shit, I was trying to talk to my damn baby daddy. Or it's, my, well, uh, whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> Stepdaddy, whatever. Ask <laughs> <laughs> the <Pastor> daddy. <laughs> Milky-eyed, nasty-ass daddy. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like him yelling at her. About I didn't either. like that either. Now, let me tell you this. We can keep on with them, them mm-hmm. too, because we see them a couple of times. Okay. When she goes and tries to find him later, um, Eugene, and he's working on whatever he's working on, and she's trying to tell him about Coco, whatever, whatever. And I'm thinking, is he going to be salty and not talk to her? But then he does. And she's trying to say, well, obviously you like this woman. You know, where is she from? I mean... The fact that he got so jumpy on her, she didn't at one time that she addressed that part. Right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which I feel like she would have. But then, when she's trying to get him to admit that he actually cares for the chick and does that, well, kiss me then. And I was like, okay, that we could have done without. But even that awkward scene had more chemistry between Eugene and Rosita than I have ever seen between her and motherfucking Father Gabriel. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong no, or if I'm wrong. There's going to be a moment in this where I'm going to tell you how I feel about Father Gabriel. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, you're not wrong. The only thing, again, let me just go ahead and say this is going to be the running theme throughout everything I have to say. The problem <laughs> I have with this is the writing of the show and they don't make people say what people would say mm-hmm. you know because i was thinking when i when i saw it like even though he was salty with her and me being me i probably would have you know come back come back swinging because that's just thank who you I am. that's how i would do too but even if i didn't because we're we're bffs and i understand when i had a real conversation with him i would be like look eugene I mean, she knows that she has friend-zoned him, and that's fine. Um, but, you know, he's lonely. And I, I, I wanted her to say, I get it, okay? You've, apparently, there's some other group out there, and you've met this person, and you're feeling a connection, and that's great, and that you're a lonely person. But here's what you can't do. You cannot put us at risk mm-hmm. doing that. She didn't say that at all. It, I, why didn't she say that? She's but, got a baby at home. But wait, listen, I think this is why. Now, this... Because she mentions that first, when she first gets on the phone and he runs and yells at her, she's like, oh, you've got a girlfriend at, at Hill, at uh, Oceanside. Right. And he doesn't ever correct her. So I don't think she knows that this chick is from some other place, that he doesn't know where she's at. He's never met her before. She doesn't know that. She thinks this is a hill, hillside person? Oceanside. Oh, yeah. Oceanside I think person? she, because she mentions that earlier and okay. he never does explain, hey, she's from a place and she won't tell me where it is and where we've been incognito and I've never met her. I just got her on there. He hasn't explained all that. I think if he, if she knew that she would have probably said, Hey, you need to be fucking careful. Where's this chick at? That's, you know what? While we were talking, it just popped in my head. Why this is bothering me. Um, narratively, because they're, they're spending this time showing Eugene talking to this woman and establishing that they like each other, which they established from pretty much minute one anyway. Right. Um, but what I felt was like my blood running cold because this is kind of the danger of this kind of setup where if you're not, if people aren't vigilant, human needs are making them do things that are endangering the whole group. Yes. You know what I mean? His loneliness is making him make an unwise decision because Mm -hmm. I always think of this, you know, it's not just like it's Rick's group anymore. This is a whole town and this is people varying ages, including very small children. Yep. And um, so your location cannot be divulged ever. Like that's supposed to be information that you take to the grave. And, but because Nobody seems to be paying attention to anybody. Nobody seems to be having conversations with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, the show has become willy nilly like that, and that's I think that's what's bothering. I, yeah, that's what's bothering me because like even with Michonne leaving, 
I, I get it. Denai Guerrero is, you know, is an Avenger now. And she got, a, she got stuff to do. She got, she got shit fights to fight in Wakanda. Exactly. She got to go to Wakanda and I'm not mad at her for that. But I, <laughs> I, <laughs> but I did like the way she just left. I know. I mean, it seems to me that would be, let's have a discussion about this. And alone. Yeah, not alone. knowing, not knowing this man could have a whole fucking crazy army when they get there. And she got, well, no, she, she got two children. She got two small children. Yep. And she's going to walk away with some unknown man. I mean, that should have been something where she's sitting down with all the, you know, the, the leaders saying, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to go. And it should be, and they should have made it a very formal passing the torch of like you know you know i'm gonna have to go back to my man rick because that's when the walking dead was really the walking dead mm-hmm. but like when rick was going off with abraham and them to go to dc remember that and they were yep. staying in the church yep there was that very formal moment where rick handed his children to michonne with yep. the understanding of you kill anything that gets between them and you right right and 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 but you're going to just go off and leave Judith and RJ and anybody who's there can be watching over her. Well, she was doing that before anyway. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I know because it's not in character. I guess what they're trying to say is that at this point, six years later from Rick, their life has been so not easy, but like calm and relatively safe that, that she felt comfortable doing that. See, no, because, all right, again, this is what I'm talking about. This is the writing and continuity. Like, in one day, you and I will have the conversation, because we <laughs> haven't had it yet, where I'm going to point out to you the, <laughs> the evolution of Rick and Michelle, okay? But part of that, that same moment where I'm talking about, where, she, where he left his kids with her. Rick is not a person who left his kids with a whole lot of people. No, he didn't. And that was one of the moments for those Ultimate us- trust correct like like it it had nothing to do with knowing that he knows that like like let's just go back in time to that moment any one of those people they're all strong at that point Mm -hmm. he knows that any one of them would fight for carl and or judith he knows that but he had developed at that point such a close relationship with michonne that he basically handed her his children like if i don't come back you're their you're the Yes, yes, yes. You know what I mean? Because she was, essentially was anyway. Exactly. Although the rest of them had babysat Judith and, and hung around with Carl. They all knew him. But it was very explicit that that is who I trust my child to, to be the guardian of my children. Yes. I, and, and, and the thing is, Michonne and Rick are like-minded. They're different personalities, but they, they share the same mind. That's why they got along. That's why they were compatible. Michonne would not have just left her daughter. <laughs> yep, and her baby boy. And her in one town, her baby boy's in the other town. Now we were left to believe that after Rick died, Michonne and Daryl were the two that got real close. And went Michonne, looking for him. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would have imagined that Michonne would have handed her two kids to Daryl. Daryl wasn't even there. No. But in this episode interestingly enough he is the one that is telling her judith what Mm -hmm. to do in the case that he gets didn't come back that was sweet i like that i love that 
That's one of the things I liked about this episode. Mm-hmm, me too. That was the like most. But so I think it. I think in your point, I agree with you, and I'm and I agree with Rick and Michonne being close. I just thought it was really sudden in the show how they I hooked up. But be that as it may, I felt like that couple of years we've had where Rick and Michonne were basically it, mm-hmm. taking care of these kids, getting through these squabbles and shit. She was basically their mom all up up all that time you know i agree with you but even in the but even with that being the case there were still the other people around like carol was always babysitting judith well see now Um, i wouldn't have let her shit i ain't letting carol near nobody (laughs) nobody's kids exactly um but you know all the rest of them you know had done time with carl and and judith so i mean he trusted them but and I agree with you, too, that I don't think Michelle would have left that way, uh-uh. leaving her kids alone, knowing that they have this threat, you know? Exactly. And I honestly, I mean, to be truthful, Michonne wouldn't have left, period, knowing that this threat was still hanging over their head. Right. She would have sent somebody lesser, like, what's his face? The one, Luke. Send, send Luke. Luke? Yeah. The musician? Yeah. Oh, no. Mm-mm. She wouldn't have sent him. She wouldn't have gone, knowing that Alpha I don't, cut, cut I think, people's heads is Alpha I think, still out there? I think she would have gone, but I don't think she would have gone alone. And she would have gone with some backup. That way, if anything popped off, she'd have a better chance of getting back. I don't know. I mean... I don't like, know. Because I feel like... And I'm not even Michonne, okay? And I don't even have kids. But I'm going to tell you right now, there is no way that I would leave knowing that that woman who had the balls to cut off uh, children's, those teenagers' heads, mm-hmm. is still alive. Until I am, I have put my sword through her, I'm pretending I'm Michonne right now, until I put my sword <laughs> through her head, <laughs> I'm not going nowhere, not leaving my two children, hell no. And that's what the inconsistencies of this show is does. Yep. I mean, because they've done this before, but it's because they have to get the, well, they're trying like, to tell this story they want to tell without it making sense. Because you know what it's it the is? the characters. They're not really telling a story. They they have like these goalposts, right? They, they have this endpoint they're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. And they're making, they're moving chess pieces around to make it get to there. But it's not narratively, it's not story-wise making a sense. Make- Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. sense because it's not following after 10 seasons, some of these characters we know like they're real people, what they would do and what they would not do. Michonne would not leave her two kids with, mm-hmm. that, with that big of a threat still looming. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't do that. And um, Daryl wouldn't have went and confronted Alpha no. in the middle of all them whispers alone. No, no, he wouldn't. And dumbass Carol wouldn't have even done that because Carol, for all my hate of her, I'm gonna give it to her. She is a stra- she's a strategist. 
Yeah, she would have stealthily figured out a way to do this shit. Exactly. We're talking about the same Carol that took down Terminus, the same Carol who strapped up the gun or whatever so that she fooled those boys, uh, Negan's boys on the road and took all of them out. Yes. The same Carol who got rid of the wolves, remember when they came? Yep. So Carol is a strategist. That was a good episode. That was awesome. And like, that's what I said. I don't, I don't like Carol as a person, but I like Carol's storylines because I love it when she'd be taking people out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Carol would not have just run behind Alpha. What Carol would have done is smiled at Alpha and then walked away the other direction. And then came back around the corner and exactly. tried to get her. Yep. Exactly. Or tracked her down in the woods or whatever. Or, you know, and if they were going to play the Carol Ruthless role... Carol would have done something and, and dragged a little Lydia's behind. Okay, to really force Alpha to, yep. to come out. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I like Lydia, and this is some bitchy shit to do, but like I said, I think Carol's a bitch anyway. She should have <laughs> she should have grabbed Lydia and taken Lydia to the camp. Now see, when Lydia uh was sitting in the on the ground crying at uh what's his name's little drawing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Henry. Yeah. And then Carol came to sit with her mm. to chit chat with her because now Lydia doesn't quite trust Carol because she knows that she tried to use her smart. before. Right. But that would have been really cool um, storyline to have Carol trying to buddy, buddy up back with Lydia mm. to try to use her against Alpha like Alpha had done her son. And I'm, even if she hadn't had any intention of going through with it, yep. I think that Carol, it would have been a Carol-like move to make. I would have done some crap, like told, forced Al- Alpha's hand, not only out to the rest of the, the whisperers that, yeah, Lydia's still alive, y'all. Hello. But then have Alpha come and see me and I have a sword or a knife or something to hurt Lydia's neck. Throat. Exactly. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling right now? Because and and the first thing I would have said to Alpha is, "Yeah, you put my son's head on a pike. So what should I do with your daughter's head?" Mm -hmm. And have everybody in the camp going, "Carol, what you doing? What you doing?" Yep. And but she's away from them, so they can't get to her. And she's like, "Yeah, let's see how." And hey, all y'all, rest of y'all, dumbass whispers, walking around with these skins. She done lying to you for months, Jack. Her daughter is right here and been here. Yep. And that's when they could have made a whole little speech. Look, I'm writing Walking Dead right now, but there you go. There you <laughs> they go. A whole little speech where, you know, where they talk to the rest of the whisperers. You don't have to live like this. She's been lying mm-hmm. to you. She's mm-hmm. see how she lies to you. She told you Lydia was dead. Lydia's been living with us for the past six months, you know? Blah, 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 blah. You can come with us. We'll welcome you in. We don't kill babies. You know why? Because we still have your whisperer baby that you left behind. You know, all that kind of stuff. And have them really like, oh, you know, maybe she's got a point. She's been lying (laughs) this whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I think that would have been more Carol-like. You're right to do that than to be running off into the woods, the willy-nilly behind her. falling down into fucking caves and getting her people that she supposedly loves and doesn't want to see her killed and it would have been more carol like because as shady as she is she is close (laughs) 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 oh you 
and Procrasty gonna get along well. <laughs> I think Procrasty hates her more than I do, but I think so too. Because <laughs> <laughs> she actually makes Procrasty like mad. <laughs> I, I'm not mad. I just. <laughs> Because <laughs> I listened to Procrasty's rant, I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> Procrasty is pissed, Jack. She is not playing with Carol. I haven't talked to her about any of this this season yet. <laughs> I know she is about to go off. I know this episode made her go off. Oh, I was, okay, so I was hot myself. And I, like I said, I don't mind Carol. <laughs> I was hot, though, in this episode. Because I hate, I've talked about this a lot of times, I hate when they have characters Mary doing something just because they found out the person did something else. Like, they're a hero now, and now I love them. Where before, oh. I wouldn't give them the time of day. Yeah. Now, oh, I, I, you're sick now? Okay, I'll talk to you now. She couldn't give fucking King Ezekiel time of motherfucking day uh, when she got off the boat. But as soon as she found out he had a big ass fucking neck cancer, then she's fucking him. That was, oh my God, I nearly kissing it all up on him, lovey dovey. Uh, and I'm like, really? I can't stand that shit. That made me more nauseous. I was so angry. Than Negan and, and Alpha. I would rather see Negan and Alpha, <laughs> Alpha in their socks in the woods again before <laughs> looking at that. No, I hadn't even made it. I hadn't even made it to that. Let me let me go back just real quick because what I was going to say is what I thought. One thing that I did trust is that she and Daryl care about each other for real, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I thought what a better way of writing Carol would not have been her, you know, oh I'm so sorry, oh she killed my boy, tears, 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 and then do some other shit. And then Daryl says, look, don't do the shit. We're going to do this, and she's like, okay, and then she does some more shit. That got on my nerves. But mm-hmm. I thought it would have made more sense if she said, if she looked at him and said, um, you know, Daryl, that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. And, you know, I'm going to have to leave the group because I can't not try to kill her. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate myself from you all so that you all aren't running behind me to a cave and you all aren't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because I am going after her. I am going to kill her and I'm not going to stop till she's dead. Right, but the thing, yes, that makes so much sense. Wouldn't and that's more like Carol. Carol would say that she wouldn't have ran off on that fucking boat, right? Exactly. For however many months it was, she would have been strategically saying, "Oh, I'll go on a run," and then all them runs was her trying to figure out where the fuck Alpha went. And that would have made more sense than to, for her to say, I'm distancing myself from y'all because when I go get her ass, I don't want her people coming after y'all. Right. And also with the, oh God, I, it hurts me to even say out loud, but even like with the Ezekiel crap, I, it was disgusting. It was really cheap writing. It, it must've been written by a 20 year old male. <laughs> there was, it was nonsensical. She just, the man got cancer. He don't even feel well, but Carol's raggedy behind shows up and he, all he needs is a roll in the hay with her. No, Mm-mm. but I, I did think they missed a really wonderful um, opportunity to make that um, an adult moment, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about sex, but I'm saying like to have her acknowledge that she hasn't wanted to even see him because of the grief. 
Right. And like, and, and have him acknowledge, since they like to have him sniffing behind her, have him acknowledge <laughs> as much as she needed to get away from him. That's how much he needed her to be with him. And yes, to get over that because they're dealing grief. with the same grief. Yeah, but they just do it in different ways. Exactly. Yep. And 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 that they're kind of at an impasse with that. But you know, and then have them maybe mention or cry a little bit about the fact that you know that about Henry because you mm-hmm. know about what's going on and have her say to him, "I got I got a killer." Yeah. You know, I, I I like have that be all Carol can think of. Have that be all she is at this point. This this yeah, that's all she's got left. That's the only that's feeling that she has left. left. And acknowledging that, especially because yes. he asks her, is the only, if this was any other day, would you have done this? If like, if we weren't going to die tomorrow. And then right. she does that. Are we going to die tomorrow? Yeah, that wasn't cute. Shut up, Carol. That wasn't <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been a great segue into, you know, if we do, or if we don't, I want to get this shit cleared up. And I want you to know, right. I did love you, but it's too hard for me to be around you now. Yeah. Because, and I him mean, and him ahead. to say, you know what? I've always loved you, as we fucking know. But I needed you to be here so that we can go through this together. That's yeah. what I needed. And then they kind of just come to an agreement that, okay, we are done, done because we yeah. know we know that we did love each other and we have this connection, but it's gone and we can't come. We can't come back. Exactly. And I really would have, and like, they could have even, God help me, had like a, you know, they had sex thing because I, like, I don't give her too much credit, but I do recall that Carol burnt them mugs up on the road because they took her, (laughs) they took her (laughs) wedding ring. (laughs) And that was another moment that I loved. Because, and this is why... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're saying is so fucking right. Because that was Carol. What did she do? She backed down. Said, Henry, let it go. Because he was trying to jump bad. Here yep. you go. Take the shit. Take the ring. Don't hurt my son. And then what'd she do? Wait for him to go to sleep. And she went and got her fucking shit and said, you know what? You exactly. fuck with my son, you fuck with me. Bam. And, and that's that, my damn ring. <laughs> and give me back my fucking ring. Right. That's the Carol that we know, which is why what you're saying is so perfect, because she would have then been like, oh, hey, Alpha, hey, grinning and chin in her face. Yep. And then going around the fucking corner when everybody's asleep and trying to burn the bitch. Exactly. And so like with Ezekiel, but my point there was she went back and got that ring because she did have feelings for Ezekiel. 
mm-hmm. you know? And she she was feeling that whole, I mean, and, and that's what I really wish they had actually had a conversation about, but you know, these, these writers can't write, is that Carol, and the life that she built with Ezekiel was the closest she had come to letting herself feel anything after what she'd been through with, you know, Sophia and all that. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, it was a real relationship. It was basically a marriage and they were raising, you know, Henry together as mama. They call, he was calling a mother, father, you know what I mean? They were a family. And then when, when that happened to, you know, something in her just I'm done I mean I there's no other reason for me to be here it's my only reason to be here is to kill that bitch and I and and that rage is more right now than even I I can't be with you her love yeah yeah she can't get past it to feel the love she had for him exactly but I but I did love you it was real and and maybe the sex would come out of the fact that I am so sorry you're sick because I imagine she would feel something about that that he has cancer. You know what I mean? Well, that's what they're making her seem like now, but she didn't fucking care about him, uh, you know, before, which I don't exactly. like that. Exactly. Uh, maybe that's real. Maybe that's how people really would be. No. I don't like that shit. Don't come no. sniffing around because you think someone's sick or they're about to die or now they're famous or something. It just made, I don't know, I find that it like it cheapened Ezekiel because even yes. freaking Daryl had a more poignant moment with Ezekiel. He was like, look, I know we haven't been getting along, but, but I respect you have been through some shit. You've been through a lot. Yeah. And I'm like, well, Daryl can see it. How come Carol, who was married to him, can't see it? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're fucking up who these characters are. That's exactly. their MO. They've done it to multiple. And this show in particular is bad at it. They have fucked up so many characters from what that character has been introduced to us as from jump. Well, let's say from like episode, from like season two on, which is a segue to your favorite person. Um, Father, father, motherfucking Gabriel. I really find I hate this character. I hate that character. I hate him for multiple reasons. I've always hated him just as a person. You know, he, he was never a good person. No. But I really hate that they don't seem to know what to do with him. They don't at all. And what they're doing makes no sense, no chemistry, no nothing. How is this man, like you've had Negan in prison for how long? And this fool still sitting up now. I know he didn't kill y'all's people, but he killed his own people and then tried to get y'all ratted out when y'all first yep. got there. Yep. I, just, I don't know that I don't like this character. And then the and then the fact that he's still alive after that blindness incident or whatever. And uh, it just makes no sense to me. I, I, he's just all over the place. Like who is he? You know what I mean? There's no like basic underlying personality with him. Mm-mm. You know, they, they, you know, he, it started off. He was this coward with a secret, right? His cowardice cost a lot of people their lives. So is, are they going to redeem that? We don't know. But then they acted like, no, they weren't going to redeem it. But then when Rick decided to go kill all of Negan's men at that outpost, remember he turned into this badass and he was like, you know, yeah. Yeah. God is great, God is good. Then he was blowing people away. So I thought, okay, had he turned some sort of corner or become this new being where he was like this vengeful priest? 
but then he goes back to being a priest. And then, you know, okay, so now he's a priest, but then you, you flip he's forward. He's still killing up people, though. Wait, 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 well, he flipped forward. He's still a priest, but guess what? He's sleeping with Rosita, which makes no sense. No. And, no. and then when you think, okay, well, now he's a priest and a stepdaddy. and then he's shanking people in the jail and i'm like what are you okay hello you don't get it it don't make no sense nothing about him makes any sense he has no real motivation no real agenda no real anything and and why do they keep putting him in charge of shit because he's not good at it no nope not at all how is he in charge of the town so anyway we're totally off like the the narrative (laughs) no he needs to go he needs to be the first one guy even though he ain't even in fucking hilltop i need him to die I need, you know, I, I finally came on board with you. I don't know if you recall the last time I was on, you were saying that Aaron needed to die. Yes. I was trying to be an Aaron apologist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not going to work. It will not change my opinion. I liked Aaron back in the day, but as I watched, I did episode, too. I kept thinking about you. Cause I was like, she's right. He needs to go. He has no purpose. Okay, did were you as annoyed as I was? And now I'm talking about Aaron. Yeah. When they got, I guess, all right, so Aaron and them from Alexandria, right? So it's Hilltop they went to, right? So when they go yeah. to Hilltop and he's got Gamma with him. Yep. And he just rolls up on Hilltop. Yep. And that, and the old man, I wish I knew his name, but I don't. I forgot his name. Roll up on him talking about, oh, she wants to see the baby. Say what? Uh-huh. Thank you. Say what? Say who? What? Who you say? You don't run shit up over here. And I'm like, okay, who is writing this shit? Because he is himself raising his own child. Nobody who had any concept of a parent of parenthood would ever roll up on this person. Talk right. About, Here's this other person who's laying some claim to the baby and wants to see the baby. Mm-hmm. And me being evil, I probably would have killed her where she stood, and that would have been the end of that. But then I would have looked at Aaron. Yes. And be like, have you lost your fucking mind? How dare you? How dare you? Like, if someone came and said, hey, I'm your little baby's daddy, and I want to see her. Or baby mama, right? Because, or mama. Because uh, uh, Daryl killed her daddy, but. Um, uh, Rick, Rick killed her daddy. Did Rick kill her daddy? I thought Daryl killed the daddy. No, it was Rick. Okay, well, one of them killed the daddy. So let's say mama was like down in the dungeon or something with, with Negan or whatever. And she shows up talking about, I heard you got my baby. I'm here to get her. Say what? Now, he didn't say she's going to get the baby. She just wanted to see it. But still, I'd have been, I think his name was Earl. Is that his name? Earl? Okay. I, I think I'd have been like, Earl, like, um, bullshit. Ain't nobody seeing shit. Yeah, and take her ass back. And even what's his face? It's like, you don't feel we should have had a conversation about this? Uh, before him mm-hmm. and the old Aaron would have thank you <laughs> and that's right. why I was mad right because there's they're, well they've been writing Aaron out of character for a couple seasons now exactly he's been he's been his his character has been off for a while <clears throat> 
And the fact that he himself, like you said, is is raising a little baby they found out in the out out in the world. Yep. He should have known better than to just drop that bomb like that without having a conversation first. Exactly. I mean, I don't even know what happened in order of everything because this is all rolled into one just stink bomb for me because (laughs) 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 I was just so, I I don't, like, I'm over the whispers and not knowing why they do what they do. Mm -hmm. I'm over, there's no, there's no, um, suspense in in Negan's plan because we know what he's gonna do um I don't know who this person is who used to be Daryl I don't know who this person is who used to be Carol (laughs) Um, to me Daryl's been a little bit more consistent than the rest but they're just I don't know I, I just can't get past the fact that this all these things happen and they're just fine there's I I I don't get it. I don't get it. it even even Daryl, to me, he's been consistent. But even the situations they have him in, they're not using him to the ability they could as one of the main original characters. He's still not even like the focal point of this fucking show. Right. And I thought he was supposed to be. I thought he was. I thought he was supposed to be. Taking over from Andrew Lincoln as the <clears throat> primary, you know, male protagonist. Well, but- not really. They have too many people in here for us to do that, apparently. There's, there's too many. Oh, yeah, okay. Another thing that bothered the hell out of me. Was anybody else bothered by me? They have been in the apocalypse now. All right, so how old is we? Because we can, we can clock the apocalypse by Judas, right? Because the show basically started, the first episode is when Shane and, and, <laughs> and Lauren <laughs> made Judas, right? <laughs> Out there in the woods, right? Well, it's been at least 10 years. Okay, so Judith... She's 10, right? No, I thought she was like 8. 8? she 10? I don't know how old Judith is. Is uh, she 8 or 10? I don't know. I think she's 10-ish. Well, how old was she when Rick died? She was only like 3, Two. right? 2 or 3. And it's she's been like, like 6 or 7 and years. And RJ is... No, RJ's not that old. RJ's like 4 or 5. Well, see, and that's what problem I had, too, because didn't mm-hmm. they say 6 years later? And I'm like, that baby looks a lot younger than 6. He looks like he's about 3. And he talks like he's like two. <laughs> he's like, Bobby. I'm like, okay. Uh-uh. Need to find I don't know that. how old he's supposed to be, but that, yeah, we've had that conversation about the, seems like the timing consistency is off. Okay. So let's, okay, just, let's per- just say, let's just I'll say, say 10. I- I'll go okay. with you on 10. Eight, okay, eight so. to 10 years. It's been 10 years since the world went to hell. Right. And in those 10 years, we have fought with, governors and and terminus people and all that kind of stuff so my question is why is it that they go down a road and they come across a tree across the road and they can't that makes them stuck forever they can't get past one down tree (laughs) (laughs) i was kind of wondering that too i'm like oh y'all just gonna turn around after 10 years in the apocalypse, you can't move a tree out the road. <laughs> Although I will say this. I prefer that they did go back and just start getting ready to fight. Because remember the episode where we saw, we get introduced to Negan mm-hmm. and Rick was like, we're still going. And they had barricaded all, put all those booby traps and shit up. And he, and they cleared them out and they kept going. They get to another one. They cleared out and keep going. And I'm like, why not just 
just don't go back home and then just let them come to you. You know, I was thinking about you for that. I was thinking about (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know, because like I said, I know they probably all run into each other with you. Uh, But on the episode you were on with me, you were like, you know what I wish would happen? (laughs) I wish they would just have a big ass herd come and just like walk through. Yes. Thank you. I've been saying that for what? A year at least. Exactly. And the reason I was thinking about that is because, again, this is horrible writing. Why are they going to stay there and fight when there's a big ass herd? Yeah. Well, see, at this point, they have no choice because they're stuck. No, they aren't. Cut down the tree. If they can rig up, uh, you know, a bunch of um, like this electric fence, they can't Mm -hmm. cut a tree down. They can cut the tree because I'm sorry. All joking aside, they got little kids. You cannot. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? You do not have an army. Okay. Um, And we're not talking about 10 or 12 walkers. We're talking about a herd. Yeah. You're not good. Your town is done. You know, this woman is coming with this herd. It's done. It's a wrap. And after you found out that she was evil enough to plant Dante in to poison the water. Oh, yeah. And kill your only doctor. Why are you going to sit around town waiting for them to show up at your front door? That's a good point. I would, I'm evil, but I would have burned down the entire woods of Virginia and gone in the opposite direction with my kids. Good because point. I, I'm not going to mess with that. How, how are you going to fight all of them? They're not. And apparently the whisperers can actually fight. Because remember, Jesus? Yes, honey. They was ducking and weaving, weren't they? What? They were doing some kung fu. And I... <laughs> that you got all these little kids there no just go oh i kept thinking they would just take some horses and go on foot with the kids what i thought was gonna happen is we were gonna have a really dramatic scene of alpha and beta showing up and 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 herd and fire and all that kind of crap and then they got there and nobody was there (laughs) that's what i thought was gonna happen (laughs) and they go to oceanside and put the kids on boats oh that's smart and let them come to oceanside See how, see how smart I am? You know why? Because I've been watching this damn show for 10 years. 10 years. Okay. <laughs> and we, and t- <laughs> Go ahead. And uh, Yeah, we all have better storylines, ideas, than what is actually being done. Well, not only that, we're actually thinking. I mean, why do these people not think? Thinking through as the character, like if you were a parent of these little kids, you'd be like, uh, my whole purpose is to, is to make sure they're safe. If that means we need to jump ship and leave this joint, we gonna leave the joint. And to have strategic instincts like they were showing us they did like um like a, one of the people on YouTube is now redoing season five. So I was watching season five again. And season five was when our, we had the best group and they were hardcore as hell, right? Mm-hmm. All of them. They were hardcore as hell. And Rick was the number one hardcore. But they had instincts that they gained from going through what they had been through. Mm-hmm. And like, like the prime example that I have in my mind is when um, the, the terminus, the, what was left of the terminus cannibals came to get them at the church. Yes. And, and snatched Rick, up Bob. 
Yeah, well, before, well, after that, because they acted like our group acted like they were going to leave to go find Bob. And they, but, um, so Andrew and they went to the church and Judith and Carl was there, but Rick and them had doubled back because they knew they mm-hmm. were coming mm-hmm. because they had, I remember that. I remember that because they had been dealing with so much shit that they knew it wasn't going to be that easy that they knew they were going to pull some crap. Yep. So why were there no instincts and no strategy? Because they soft. They've been here too long. They got soft. They've been living in relative safety for too long. And then instincts is gone. Now, just to have right. a conversation with someone to say that would have been great. Like, remember, the ep- there was an episode this season where, shit, was it Carol or Daryl? Somebody said, we just need to leave and move on. We're better on the road. We're better when we're moving. That was Carol. Was it Carol? Well, yeah. somebody just having a conversation where they're having like this city-wide debate on what we should do. Somebody should have just said, "Look, we don't got soft sitting up in here. Now we don't know what the fucking do. Now we're trapped. So what are we gonna do? We gonna have to go on foot. We're gonna have to stand and fight." Somebody could have said that, and that could have explained all the bullshit in one fell swoop. Exactly. And I let. Mean- Everybody know, oh, yeah, we know we've been here too long. Yeah, we know we ain't the same group we used to be, but we're going to still have to try to fight. We know we don't let this shit creep up on us, and we should have already been done left a year ago when they cut off all the fucking kids' heads and stuff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See, I would have been gone then. Uh, okay, hello. Hello. Because clearly this woman has no moral compass, okay? This <laughs> Yeah, we're not dealing with you know tit for tat. I don't like you. You don't like me. We fight. No, we're talking about somebody who's cuckoo crazy who cuts off people's heads and puts them on stakes. Mm-hmm. This this is governor crazy. You know what I mean? This is and crazy. who has then inserted someone into your place? Yep. To watch you and give us information about you and to fuck with you and, and to then kill you. It was you. time to go then. It was time to go in. That happened, what, a good two weeks ago, I'm sure. How about that? They could have been way across. They could have been another state by now. But, hello? Because and I get it if the problem is that they don't, they, now, see, the problem is now that it's been this long, wherever there are pockets of people, they, okay, so, ooh, this even makes more sense. I was going to say there's pockets of people, I'm sure, that have set up camp somewhere else. So you'd have to battle and figure out that they're trustworthy and shit because you know that they're, not everybody is. Right. But, that still be better than going and staying with people you know is about to kill you because they've already done it. But wait, this is even better. Maggie is with Georgia, wherever Georgia's at. <laughs> and you know Georgia ain't crazy yet. I mean, we ain't seen her be crazy and kill people up. So why couldn't everybody say, hey, let's go to where fucking Georgia's at? Now, you know that what could be going? where we go. Well, you know what? I think Eugene's little girlfriend is where Georgia's at mm. and where Maggie is at. Yeah, we know that's where Maggie is. They all know where Maggie's at. Do they? Like, yeah, they know Jack because they, they mentioned it. Maggie, well, I know Georgia. they know. Well, yeah, but they don't know where Georgia is. Why don't they? Because Georgia didn't divulge that. She said, "You can come with me." Well, she divulged it to Maggie because Maggie, how she get there? Because she took Maggie with her. I thought, right? Not right away. Maggie was at Hilltop until until she couldn't handle the fact that yeah. Negan was still alive. See, I don't, I don't even remember at this point. That's how. Well, all, okay. So let's say they're. Well, so let's just suppose they don't know where she's at, right? right? Let's just suppose she. They don't know where she is. They know Maggie's there. They just don't know where that is, right? right. Obviously, they're communicating by walkie-talkie, radio, whatever. So when this shit kicked off, how come nobody got on the fucking radio and said, "Hey, 
we need to come. We got some shit cricking off. We need to come stay with y'all. Right. I, I, I don't understand the show. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it makes no sense. I mean, strategically, emotionally, intellectually, <laughs> <laughs> narratively. I mean, they're not doing anything that makes sense to me. And I'm so bored. And like, just, I was laughing just a second ago when you're talking about, when we were talking about Maggie and Georgia, and I have no memory of that, apparently. I can sit here and tell you in detail crap from season five. Like, remember when Rick and them and da, 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 and then this happened and Andrew said. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah. That's because the show was interesting. <laughs> okay. Hello. And held our interest. And so we remember when things happen. Yeah. But now... In the current season, I can't <laughs> can't remember jack shit because it's no. so crazy. I don't know what's his face. His name, the old man's name, um, the Negan chick that got killed with the tattoos, which I was happy about. But oh yeah, um, barcode. I don't think she had a name. <laughs> barcode, <laughs> barcode girls. What I called her. <laughs> that works for me. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm just I, I'm so over the show, and I hate to say that. It's, really but you know what? It's not unsalvageable, but they're just not moving past the bullshit quick enough for me. Like, supposedly it was all because of that showrunner, and now they have a new one, and they're take, making changes. Well, the changes is taking too damn long, because you're still doing the same bullshit. They don't need new showrunners. They need new show writers. They need new showrunners, because they're uh, okay in what's being written. I mean, it just, my whole thing is make it make sense. Go back. No, they need to tell everybody, look, we're giving y'all a break and over the break, you have homework and the homework (laughs) is you have to go back and read the scripts from all from one through five, let's say, and understand these characters. Cause now it seems like these people are writing and they don't even know who the characters are. Yep, even more than read the scripts, watch the shows because, you know, the characters are infused by what the actors impart on them. Exactly. Watch one through blah, blah, blah. Because, like, you and I, in this conversation, just in a casual conversation, we can tell you what Carol and Daryl and and Michonne and what's-his-face, um, Aaron. Yeah, what they should be doing. What they should be doing based on who they are, who you introduced. Yes, who you they established were. they were from the get-go. And, you know, so and we're sitting here now going, who the hell are these people? I don't even like Negan anymore. He's boring as hell. He is boring. Well, I didn't like him before anyway. Well, I didn't like him before because he was just so annoying with all the dipping and doing. That was, I mean, he was not a scary character. The very first time we see him, he was scary. But then the dipping and doing did it. All that fucking talking did it. And I was, and after the first episode where I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, this is a caricature. This is not even a real villain. This is not real. And then all the bullshit we had with who's dead, who's not dead, whatever the fuck. I mean, they've jacked up this show. 
They really have. And you're right. It is salvageable. I mean, I feel like don't, I probably shouldn't say this too loud because I don't want to give them any ideas, but I really feel it could go on indefinitely, but you have to make it. There's got to be continuity. We got to recognize the show and we got to recognize the scenario. And, and like, to me, it's not um, realistic that with as much for knowledge as they have, that they would be surprised by Alpha and her herd. Mm-hmm. They knew there was a herd last season. They told them there was a fucking herd in the fucking cave. There was a herd before that. Remember when there was the herd in the quarry? Yep. You knew, you've been, all right, so it's now been two seasons. <laughs> Y'all knew there is a herd living right next to you. Although they got, they, they left. They went with Alpha wherever, she, on oh. spring break. Okay, well, they left, but still, they just came back and told you, hey, uh, Connie and Magna got stuck up in the cave, and we got stuck in there with all these fucking zombies, right? Yep. Now, Daryl got back, not limping, whatever, <laughs> and he's told you, hey, she's done let the herd out the fucking cave, and they coming. First of all, how'd she get them fucking people out the herd out the cave in the first place? But that's a whole nother story. That's what I'm saying. Because, you know, they was trapped down in the deep in that cave. So, I mean, they knew that shit was coming. They knew a long time. They could have been gone. They could have been gone and been they down at Oceanside to... or where, whatever. They're not going to... The only hope that I have is that throughout all of this, we have this battle. Obviously, people are going to die and they need to actually kill some people. And not just pretend like they're going to kill people and then not actually get like most of the people that we don't know that are in the background and get rid and kill up a couple of the people that we do know. Aaron, most of the people we do know, Lydia, thank you. Most of them. Because I can't think of anybody who I really want to live. I want the kids. I like Jerry. I love Jerry. Let, uh, what's his name? Live. Let Daryl live. Let the kids live. Uh, yeah, you can kill RJ. Earl, I'd even say, oh, <laughs> really? I am so not feeling RJ. No, don't kill no babies. <laughs> Although I was thinking this uh, as we were watching this horde and thinking of the kids they couldn't escape with. There should be more kid zombies walking around. I know, right? Like the because, very first episode. Yes, that was some scary shit seeing these little kids. And you're like, like, why See, this would be an awesome storyline for Carol to let her go off the deep end. Why not have a little girl zombie sneak up on her ass and she turn around and she turn around and be like, oh shit, I'll be like killing my daughter and she can't do it and she get I bit. want a little blonde girl zombie to be the one to bite Carol. <laughs> you know? Or even a little boy zombie that looks like Henry, but it's not Henry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sneak up on uh, King Ezekiel or something. Like, that's the kind of shit to me that would make shit interesting and then them be conflicted. Like, Morgan was conflicted in the season one, first episode when he was having to kill his wife and he couldn't do it. Okay, I gotta have one ship moment, though. I, you know who I actually shipped? Morgan and Carol. Mm-mm. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because Morgan was, like, the sole person who would call Carol out on her shit all day, every day. Mm-mm. no that was hotness because <laughs> he would 
Um, and I thought they were a very good couple because she couldn't play no games with him. You're like, no. Well, you don't like, but see, you don't like the, anybody pairing up. I don't mind people pairing up. I think it just changes. No, I, I like people pairing up, but not when it's just random. No, that wasn't r- random, though. I think that Morgan and Kara would have been random because they were not in any, hardly any scenes together until they that. They were. They mm-hmm. were. Because, um, like, the, the scene that I really liked Morgan and Carol in was when she was staying up in that house and Ezekiel kept sending her apple pie and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she was like trying to act ignorant. And remember, Rick and them came up to talk to the king. And she knew something had happened, but then she was going. She wanted to play ignorant, and so finally Morgan goes over there, and she's like, "Oh, I feel like something's happened." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Look, look, you go, you don't have to stop playing games, girl." He's like, "I can either tell you what happened, or you just stop playing." Yeah. And then he said, "And you know, she said, all right, tell me what happened.'" And he did not ease it in at all. He was just he came out with it. He was like, "Negan killed Abraham and Glenn, bashed their heads in." Now he's got the whole town um, hostage. You can't sit up here and live in your house and reading books while the people who are your friends are now basically enslaved and dying. You know, that's not cute. And, you know, I liked that. Okay. I I give you that. But before that, what other scenes do they have together? There was another, now I don't, now I have to admit, I don't remember the actual by scene, but there was something when um, it had to do with the wolves when they were fighting. But again, that's one out of however many episodes there are. So to me, if they would have, okay, let's say they had had those scenes and then all of a sudden they're now a couple that would be jarring because it, you hadn't seen any buildup besides yeah, no, i mean i didn't want it to be all of a sudden they're a couple i wanted to see the buildup i just thought chemistry wise um in terms of because like like you were saying we're tired of all these men sniffing the carol kool-aid right right and carol can do no wrong and carol is so perfect and she's so wonderful and every man we've seen her with since her husband who beat her ass has been like carol is so great carol so wonderful but i liked that you know because through it all she's shady and <laughs> she's shady even to the people she likes like daryl and so I really liked the dynamic between her and Morgan that none of her shade worked on him. He saw her for who she was. Wasn't there also another time where they were like, after she had left Alexandria and he, he met her out on the road. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there were a few scenes between them where both of them were calling each other out because she called him out with the wolves where he was trying to be Mr. Pacifist and she was like F that you know you need to you need to kill these people because they need killing but she's gone through that too and that's another thing that I don't like they have these people doing this like going through uh, being really crazy killer types and then going through the phase of I don't want to kill anything right but you know, I just felt like they, those two people who are very damaged for basically, again, the same reason. Same reason. You know, um, they, they each kind of played their games to get through, but when they were with each other, they, it was like they, they were two people who couldn't lie to each other. Yeah. I and see I, that. I found that very intriguing. And I was thinking, you know, if they want to keep Lenny James on this show, why don't they 
that's who I'd like to see her with. Fuck all these other people who are just shinning and grinning at her. You know, have this man who challenges her, who challenges, there you have it, who truly challenges her. And, um, and it's while still bringing her along because she's not the same woman she was with Ed. And I think part of her, the way she acts is because she does, she feels inside of herself that she is, but she's not and have him take her to that level. But yeah, I, I really liked those two. I was really upset with, am really upset with how they've got, they're making, you know, Ezekiel this fool for love with her and, and every, you know, I wanted Ezekiel to cuss her out, you know, yeah. or, yeah. or to tell her off or to be like, you know, you're, you're, how cold are you? You know, that's not, well, but then that's not really his character either, but at least I have some kind of a conversation about, look, I can't go back or maybe when she was trying to kiss on him, maybe he pushed her away and say, yeah. no, nah, no, it's too late for that shit now. But now, cause you know that I'm sick and might die tomorrow with this battle. You want to be all up on me. Exactly. When I was trying to talk to you and get through our grief together before and you wouldn't give me a minute of your time. I mean, I wanted to see something in their interaction that, showed that it, for all intents and purposes, this was a married couple. They know each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not just they had sex. They know each other. And I really did want him to push her off and be like, same old you. You don't want to deal with what's hard, you know, yeah. or, mm-hmm. or talk about what's hard. Yeah. Um, and, and that's when I would have had her segue into, I, I, I can think of nothing else, but I want to, I want to kill her. That's I'm living for that. And that's when you know we can't ever be together anymore but you know i do care and 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 have a you know i hope the rest of your life is fine (laughs) (laughs) well see she's yeah she's kind of had a little bit of that conversation with daryl that day that time he had confronted her about not caring about herself wanting to die uh when she when uh she had put that uh gun in her back her bag and he was looking for it and stuff and she Mm-hmm. episode was that i can't remember but anyway i mean they, there's just so many opportunities that they've missed to make the characters kind of correct themselves and yes we know characters change yeah. and but the, the changes that they're making these characters do are not like normal character changes right just random odd moments for the character i don't know and i also wanted daryl to take longer to forgive her did you like that well but i I kind of like the I liked it where he said I I never I've never hated you I'll never hate you but then he didn't stay in chowder ass he's still pissed well so I, I like, like I like that I would have liked it if he said I, I I can never hate you but I can't look at you right now he didn't need to say it he said it when he left when he walked <laughs> I, at her, right? <laughs> I really liked the way they did that and I liked the, even that episode where she was getting them in the cave and they and then they got out and they got trapped and she's like i'm sorry just tell me just tell me and he just left he was like i can't even deal with her and then the next you know that episode last week where she was crying it's like i don't want you to hate me whatever and he just walked was it this episode or last one i can't fucking remember it was <laughs> it was the last one okay but he but you got it he didn't even have to say it he he said i i will never hate you and she was like you could tell she wanted to hug him and he just went on like, uh, no, I'm not there yet. He had to but go I get will at least, 
I will let you know that I, I don't hate you and I won't, but I still can't be around your ass. Exactly. I like that. That is the only thing that I think has been good in that whole storyline is he's like pissed and he's not letting her off the fucking hook. She doesn't need to be let off the hook. I like, you know, I I have to admit there was other part I liked. I liked when Lydia didn't let her off the hook. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yep. I was like, go on Lydia. Go ahead on girl. Go ahead on girl. (laughs) 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 So, but uh, what else? That was pretty much it. I mean, well, then we had the um, Eugene and, well, we already talked about that, yeah. where where he goes and tries to apologize to the chick, and she's like, okay, oh. come to such and such place. And they're uh, in West in, Virginia. Yeah, in a week. And he's like, okay. So to me, that part there, right, right there was interesting, because what I think could happen is that they're all scattered, right? He mm-hmm. ain't going to know where to fuck, because obviously he's going to be alive, right? Because he's the only one who heard that, right? Right. So... He's going to survive this battle. Boo. But he's not going to know where to fucking go. So where else is he going to go? But to this location. And then we're going to get to see these people. Which could set us up for something interesting if they did it right. But you know, we already established they can't do it right. They they, just, we know. We know. Just terrible I know. Writers, but we're, always ho- we're always hopeful. We're hopeful. <laughs> which is why we keep watching this shit. Because we're, we're too optimistic. We need to get back on the, we need to get on the couch with everybody else. And leave this shit alone. I know. I try to be loyal to shows, but is this... Well, I'm just hopeful. I think I'm internally optimistic that they'll make it interesting and get it right. Like, have you seen the commercials for that other um, show with the kids? No, I turn the channel when I see that. Okay. Well, I actually watched... (laughs) (laughs) I know. I actually watched the commercial when it came on during this episode. And I was like, Okay. okay, that could be so interesting. But do I trust them to do the shit right? Do I want to waste my time on some shit that I don't trust that they're going to even do appropriately? You like Fear of the Walking Dead? I hate that shit. Although I will say, I hate when it first started, I thought I was going to love it. I did not like it because it was not what they said it was going to be. And then I did watch season four or five, whichever one. I didn't make it that far. I didn't watch, I didn't either. I just went back to it one time and I watched like the second half and I liked it. Which that was the season everybody hated. I started, I watched season one and two, because two is when they're in Mexico, right? I can't handle that chick. Oh, God. The mama? No facial expressions. Oh, I can't stand her. And then, um... I don't know how she gets I think I started season three. But, yeah, I'm done. Because they found some plate. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what season it was I watched, but I haven't watched it since. But I'm like, okay, now... My old self, optimistic self, wants to watch this other episode, this other show they're about to make. But then my brain is like, why are you going to put yourself through it? Because you're just going to get upset when they fuck it up or they're not going to have it last. There's going to be some stupid situations. It's going to be the same old, same old. I mean, I just don't understand why they struggle so much. I find apocalypse, sad I should say this now, I find apocalypse scenarios just endlessly fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I just find there's so many stories. To yes, tell. there and are. Why why they struggle with this, I don't understand. I don't either. Yeah, you know, I, I really don't. I, mean, I have a book series for you, if you like. I've been, I don't oh, know why. Yeah. I So the only way I read now is audiobooks, like on the commute, because I don't have time to read. That works. Not do anything else. So I've gotten into these 
post either post-apocalyptic sci-fi or like regular post like sci-fi meaning like in space Mm -hmm. and then other post-apocalyptic that are like based on earth and real world situations like um one was like an emp blast so then everything goes out and what happens and it's a Mm -hmm. whole series and then another one's got creatures and things killing people and I don't know why I'm so intrigued by these stories, but that's all I seem to be listening to. So I made myself finally start reading something else. But <laughs> what's the name of these stories? I keep itching to go back. Okay, so one is called Hell Divers. Hell Divers, okay. And that one is very interesting. And the guy who reads it, his voice is so awesome. And it's um basically like a nuclear um bomb went off on the world mm-hmm. and people to like the higher up dignitaries and politicians and stuff, you know, escaped in these huge, gigantic, not spaceships, but like air balloons. They're like big spaceship type balloon things. And that's where people have been living for like 300 years. So it's 300 years later and they have issues because these things weren't meant to last for two, 300 fucking years. Right. So they have, these divers that have to dive down back to earth to try to find supplies to keep them going. Does this remind you a little bit of uh, Battlestar Galactica? Kinda, but not really. Like in feel? Okay. Uh, Not really, because there's no Cylons or nothing like that. Okay. It's different. I guess it could, but it's different because there's no like cyborgs or whatever. But it's really fascinating, and I'm like so. And there's like four or five books, and I've gotten all of them. I love them. And oh, then wow. what's the other one that I read that was about a um, e- uh, uh, what's it called? EMP mm-hmm. blast. I'll have to find it and send it to you because that one had like four or five books series in it. I like series for some reason. Kind of like TV. I like to keep the story going. Okay. And I don't it was fascinating. Oh, okay. That one's called Extinction Cycle by Nicholas Sansbury Smith. Now, I will say there was one that I read that was too dark even for me, um, which is, um, what is his name? McCormack. McCormack, The Road. Oh, I haven't, I haven't read that. Oh, I forgot the dude's name. Um, I think it won a Pulitzer Prize, to be quite honest. Oh. Um, and there was a movie with um, the dude who's in Lord of the Rings. Um, I can tell you just a minute. Um, he w- he played the father. Um, oh, there's another series. It's a zombie one too. Now this one, Cormac McCarthy is the guy's name. It's the author's name, and it's called The Road. And then they did make a movie out of it, and the book and the movie were dark as hell. And you pretty much suicidal <laughs> after you. What? Oh, I don't want to read that. No, you don't. I mean, it's like, oh God. I mean, I'm not going to give anything away, but there's really nothing to give away. You know, it's just like it is just dark and depressing. And oh wow, I wonder yeah. if they have it on an audio book. Oh, I know they do. Like I said, this was a. I think it won a Pulitzer. Oh okay. So yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I have other ones. Another, I think I talked about this in the group um it's a zombie one called zombie fallout by mark tufo and it's a series eh, it's so good but i mean 
it's suspenseful. You're like, how are they going to get out of this? People die. Characters die. I mean, it's like for real. I mean, like I think about, I haven't read a whole lot of like zombie fiction, but I think about all the like World War Z and 28 days and 28 weeks later. I mean, there's just so much. I mean, zombie fiction can be just wonderful. So why is Walking Dead so bad? I don't know. I mean, it used to be good. It used to be so good. So good. Well, yeah. if you guys, if you check those out, let me know how you think about it. I need to go back and read them, actually, because that zombie fallout had me going. And if you get it on audio, you can do it while you're doing other stuff. And it's mm-hmm. not like you're just sitting and reading and that's all you're doing because, you know, everybody's busy. Well, you know, being that we're going through a legit apocalypse now. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, if we ever get to go back to work, I'm, I might go ahead and get it on um, audio and listen to it, you know, on my commute. Mm-hmm. in the morning that will be interesting um but like right now you know i told you before we started um taping that uh i i was looking at contagion and just as like this is a documentary this is like what's going yeah on. exactly so hopefully we will all pull through this but yeah is there any were there any scenes that we left out i think i think we covered it what do you think i think we covered everything where um oh no for the battle we didn't talk about the battle we didn't talk about the battle what do you think of the battle I don't know. I'm just like we just like start breathing. <laughs> all of the build up to the battle, and the, you know that little montage where everybody's trying to get their shit together. And Eugene is singing. What do you think of his singing? It wasn't bad. He has a nice voice. Ugh, what else? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I was just like, okay, can this? Let's, let's just get to it. I did like the scene with Daryl and King Ezekiel that you mentioned. I love the scene with Daryl and Judith where she's yeah. like, I want to fight. And he's like, look, I need you to stay here, take care of this. And if something, oh, and, I, and the part about the, the scene with King Ezekiel and Daryl that I loved was him saying, look, um, if anything happens to me, you need to be yeah. taking care of these kids. And then when he tells Judith the same thing, like, look, no matter what happens to me, you need to go with him if he comes to get you. And don't worry about where I'm at. You know what I really liked about the interaction between Daryl and Judith? Um, They need to show more of that on TV because he, with very few words, acknowledged her feelings, Mm -hmm. but remained the adult. Mm -hmm. You know, she's like, I want to fight. He says, I know you do. You're a fighter and that's what you want to do, but you're not going to. Okay. Because what you're going to do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. and he he was not mean about it at all and i thought that was really good and i thought he just the way he talked to her did not um dismiss or dismiss or demean her in any way um yeah you know i like I that be, too yeah i i really like that although i was one to throw in you know judith we need you to protect our <laughs> you know yes we know you can fight which is why i need you to stay with the babies exactly the kids. exactly mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I thought that was a very nice. Scene. That's a good point. I really like that too because he did. He did say yes. I yes, you do want to fight, and I know you're brave. And he tells her there's no shame in being scared. Yes. And then he's like, um, but <clears throat> you stay in here, and you got a promise to go with King Ezekiel if he come looking for you. <laughs> exactly. And I was sitting there the whole time going, I wish your mama was here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you saw her trying to call her. 
She sure did. I was like, everybody, I had everybody trying to call her. Okay. Okay. Like, um, yeah, Sean, I hope you coming back with the fucking weapons that you were supposed to be going to get. Hell, even if you come back with your daggone katana, it's better okay. than what we Uh-huh. You know, because she could have been chopping heads right at the gate. Right so. at the gate. Uh, okay, again, it's been how many years now and nobody has thought to make another katana? They have them, but ain't nobody as good. Well, they could be practicing. It's been years. Judith has some. That's true. Judith has one, right? Yeah. And Judith can use it. See, she learned. So how come the adults can't learn? I get on my nerves. Just... <laughs> Look, I do think katanas are some more close work. I need something that's long range. So give me a big ass long stick that I can <laughs> jab and, you know, move back real quick just in case. Or crush like Aaron's hand. But that's still close. That is close. Yeah, that's close quarters. Mm-mm. You know what? Real quick, I, I do have this to say about the battle. I'm tired of Alpha. And and, and what I mean by this <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm like, like, you know what? I, I like I draw the line. It's the only I, I tell my friends the only thing I hate more than wrong is loud and wrong. Okay. Because why you gotta be that mean? Like when she was shooting the fire at them, I was like, why was that even necessary? <laughs> <laughs> she tried to win. Shit. She gonna win anyway. She got three thousand zombies. She gonna win. She gonna win. But damn, that was just mean for the sake of me. Oh, that's funny. I, that actually made me angry. I was like, well, damn, Alpha. <laughs> Alpha <laughs> said, "Look, bitch, I'm trying to win. Shit. Uh, uh, I'm ready. I'm gonna burn y'all asses up. I'm gonna send my 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 people, my walkers in there." Uh-uh. And I'm gonna burn y'all up. And I was looking at Negan's ass, going, "Why you go? Why you let her?" Well, do first this? of all, who knew that sap was fucking flammable? Well, is sap flammable? Because I, I I didn't know that. I thought it was just sticky. Okay, we could, well, let me tell you how bad I was because I thought they were making maple syrup. <laughs> 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 oh, stop. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, they're making maple syrup." <laughs> I didn't know what they I didn't even I didn't even know what the hell they were doing. Yeah, that was just mean. That's not even necessary. No. I now did you like when Kelly felt the ground and could feel like the vibrations of them walking? I thought that was kind of cool. It was. I mean, I it it was cute for them. Although it was a little <laughs> it was a little too close, a little bit too close to Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings, um the other one. Um Game of Thrones. It was a little too close to Game of Thrones. The setup and the the, the atmosphere. Oh yeah. Well, you know. Um, but I mean, yeah, how often? How how different can you make a nighttime battle look? I mean, <laughs> true, really. true. But I mean, um, if I didn't, if there was actually a single character in the whole thing that I cared about, I would have liked it. Um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't want Kelly to survive? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I <laughs> I can take her a lever. I, I mean, I don't dislike Kelly. I want I, Daryl and Kelly and uh, Judith and the baby RJ to live at least. I like the old man too because he's the only one who got Earl. Some Earl, Earl, he got sense. I like Earl, and he's good with you know he can make some more weapons. Kill um, Alton. Alton gets on my nerves. Alton. Which one is Alton? Who's Alton? that's the guy who was defending um, Earl about the baby? Oh, Enid's boyfriend. Yes, yes, Enid's boyfriend. Okay, yeah, he can go. 
I mean, like when they were showing the front line and they were standing there in their Game of Thrones like battle mm-hmm. scene, I was thinking to myself, I mean, okay, I, I keep saying I go back to yes, I do like Jerry too. Um, but as they were going, like panning the camera across the characters, I was thinking to myself, yeah, there's not a single one of them that I'm <laughs> that I'm <laughs> worried about that I can't <laughs> yeah. that I'll be sad if they go. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't care. And that's where I've gotten at this point. Yeah. Like, I, I remember certain moments in The Walking Dead where I was like, they bet not kill my Rick or they bet not kill, you know, so yeah. uh-huh. or or when, you know, when they cut off even Bob's leg, I was like, you are not sitting there eating Bob's leg. You know? Oh, I liked Bob. Right. I felt some kind of way. Like I had strong feelings about yeah. different characters. You yeah. Know? Um, and like, I didn't even like Herschel. I know I'm saying that quietly because everybody loved Herschel. I didn't really like Herschel that much, but even Herschel's death was extremely moving and, and, yeah, it and, was. and jarring. Um, you know, I, but there's nobody. Oh, and like when Glenn and, 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 and Abraham died in that one episode, I was done. Okay. I, I oh, I liked done. Abraham. I really I liked really Abraham. I really liked Abraham. Yep. And then Sasha died and Yes. There is not a single one of these mugs that I'm gonna be like done. Well, no, not not now, because all of the ones that we really loved are gone already. That's what I'm but saying. I do wanna see some of them survive. You know. If I keep watching the show, I definitely don't want the ones that I like and I'm interested in to go. And I'm interested in the new people. I'm interested in Daryl. When you Even say King, new people, you're talking about Magna. Yeah, and, Magna and Connie and Kelly. And and Luke. And Luke. Them. Mm-hmm. That five. They can okay. live. Uh I let them all live because they're all interesting together. And then you know, let King Ezekiel live. I think that'd be interesting if he survived even with the cancer and Carol died. That would be interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know they're not doing that though. Let Father I mean Rosita doesn't get on my nerves, but let let Father Gabriel die so she has to deal with you know let that be done, and then then let's move on to the next story because I'm tired of them being stagnant. We need to yeah. get on to wherever the fuck this helicopter's at. Let them move on to another goal, you know, and so we can move on. I agree. And that would make it at least more interesting them being being out in the world having to try to find each other and then stumble across another helicopter or something and be like hey uh let's go find out where the hell that's at (laughs) and rick jumps out (laughs) yeah or something hey everybody um yeah it's just yeah this is just so i'm excited for this battle for that reason alone of who's gonna end up dying and they best to kill some at least uh, half of them or more and then have us all be scattered around I can live with that. Yeah, that to me would redeem a lot or go a long way towards redeeming a lot. Nothing's going to redeem it at all, all the way. But it, it would help if we had this situation happen to where it gets interesting again. And then you guys sprinkle in some of your guest characters again. And then we move on like we used to with the guest characters. They come on for one or two episodes and they'd be dead. So after the towns are gone, what exactly are they going to do? I mean, what do you think they can possibly do? There's a ton they could do. Like living out in the woods? They have to find each other again. Like you find your family again. 
Okay, so you're saying That's, they scatter. They scatter, and then they have to figure out where to go. And fi- well, first of all, where to find each other again, then where are they going to go from there? And while they're trying to find each other, they could probably find another community and get some trouble over there, see a fucking helicopter and say, oh, where's the helicopter going? Let's go find that. Have some more people going across damn country somewhere saying, well, hell, since this is all jacked up, let's just go all the way to, to you know, Louisiana oh, or California you, or something. What you almost said actually would be cool if they go to like New York and they're in a city. Oh, no. Well, yes. Yeah, see, I like the city thought of a city too, but that'd be too difficult, I think. Because that would be a lot more people. You don't want to be around a lot of people. Well, I mean. For us, it would make it interesting. But uh, how would they film it, right? Mm-hmm. But to like, if you were in an apocalypse, you would not want to be in a city. Um. Or would you? Unless it was a high rise or something. I would try like, okay, don't laugh, but you want to hear my little uh, dream that I've had apocalypse. Life? I don't, I've never figured out why they didn't go up. Mm. Like create like, I hate to say it, but for lack of a better thought, like a Swiss family Robinson thing, like build up mm-hmm. off the ground completely and, you know, build on rooftops and. Yeah. Like connect it all. And connect it all, like build trolley yeah. systems so that they can go from house to house. That's a good idea. You know, so what What if they reached, they found a community that did that? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I mean, I, they're almost at a point now where they need to find another community because there's no, there's nothing interesting about the people who are left. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so one last thing. Who do you think should kill Alpha? I don't care as long as she's dead. There's no one person who would be a satisfying for you? No. I don't care. I would like for them to give him his balls back and let Ezekiel kill her. Oh. That'd be I, interesting. I think it would be funny because, you know, she of course would be looking out for Carol and Daryl and have Ezekiel coughing and looking sick. And <laughs> like, you know, um, can can we just talk or da 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 and he says something about Carol and she says, yeah, she's just mad because I killed her son. And then he like stabs her and says he was my son too or something like that. But she already knows that because she, she, infi- she infiltrated um, the kingdom. Oh, she sure does. Yeah. Cause they were there when she went to get Lydia. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it would be, it would be interesting if he did be the one to kill her. Like they, they need, what I don't understand is how come they haven't done the same thing they did when Daryl went and got Henry back from Alpha that first time, which is what they they went and found some skins and they put them on and they acted like they were some some of the whispers. Exactly. And they infiltrated the camp and they got Henry or Lydia or whichever they got her back. Why hasn't Carol done that? Well, that's see, that's a good question. Because I would have been done that if it was like if I was vengeful for my kid. Yeah, that'd be interesting. And she just goes rolling up in there and now, <laughs> <laughs> The one thing about this battle that I thought was hokey is the fact, well, okay, let me say, I liked the part where they had the electric, electric wire where it bit through the neck of the zombie. That was yes. cool. Yes. How that went crazy so quick, I don't know. And then <laughs> when they did get to the first barrier where they were, like up against that little barrier and they were killing them at the barrier all of a sudden it seemed like 
there were so many of them that made the barrier fall. Mm-hmm. So I thought that seemed kind of quick. Well, it's just the weight of it. Like when they keep dying, they just like form their fall own. Up, like, fall yeah, over it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like they had this thing on, um, I want to say the History Channel, where they were like talking about like dealing with certain scenarios. I don't know what they'd be doing. But anyway, it was talking about like a zombie apocalypse and they were saying the problem with the zombies they move slow and all that stuff but there's so many of them like a herd there's no beating a herd Mm -hmm. because whatever little plan you set up um it doesn't matter how many of them you fought you fell they they like pile up on each other yeah and they'll all be in the way or they'll break down whatever it is they were trying to get through exactly Or, or the other ones will start walking on top of them yeah, that's true. You know, so I, I don't know. I mean, like, so like because of that, I just have to re- re-say it. Because of that, that's why Alpha shooting fire at them just made me that much more mad. Because I'm like, all right, boo, you got a hurt, okay? There's no beating or She's hurt. trying to make sure that their whole joint either gets burnt up or walked over, trampled. Oh, that's just so extra. And I just really, I lost respect for her. <laughs> I lost respect. I was like, that's just, uh-uh. You, you just, you're just doing too much. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and and I thought Negan was going to kill her right then and there. And that would have been cool, too. That that's was- who I think is going to kill her, by the way. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it's going to be Negan. Yeah. I, I but he needs I'm to hurry gonna... up and do it. Yeah, what's he taking so long for? Come on now. He's been up close and personal for a little while now. Come on, let's do it. Let's get it on. Just get it, Negan. I guess he said he wanted to have some sex first. I don't know. And then he can go and get bit somewhere. Get bit. Because there's no storyline for him either. No. I'm surprised. I mean, I was irritated that he was even still there. I mean, the only... Go ahead. After all of that and him killing up people, for I was really mad that that Rick wanted him to to live. I was mad at Rick, too. And I know he was doing it because Carl said it, but I was like, Carl, you a child. Okay, yeah, I know you got your dreams and stuff, but it ain't going to be that way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Carl been wrong from day one. Carl, see, (laughs) Carl truly inherited a lot of Lori, okay? Don't talk about our little baby Carl. (laughs) I love Carl, but he he just wasn't that bright is all, you know? Well, you know, he stopped school early. That's what happens. But look at Judith. Judith ain't never been to school. Huh, they have school there. And now that Michonne is taking care of the education, she's actually got some smarts. Well, she was taking care of Carl, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, no, I mean, I was like, I... I yeah, I don't, I don't I didn't know. I like that. <laughs> I, I just... Mm. I, I, like, again, I'm going to go back to writing and narrative narratively they what Negan did was too bad for you to ask me to then like him thank you thank you and I don't care how long you drag it on and I don't care how many cute little puppies he saves I you know if he if if he had killed Glenn and and um Abraham in the midst of an actual war, right? If they were like fighting and all that stuff and those two just happened to get, be killed. Yeah. That would be one thing. But the the sheer malice of how he killed them 
Yeah. It's not something, I don't know, maybe it's just I'm sensitive, but for me, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no coming back from it. I just, I don't That's, care. I do. agree with you. I agree, which is why I didn't like the whole storyline of him being alive. Me exactly. I want. I thought it was when when Rick grabbed the piece of glass and slashed his throat at the end of what was it eight eight season eight. I thought that was. I was like, yes, yep, yes. I know. And I thought that was a wonderful death, and I would have been very satisfied by the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it's akin to say they never killed the governor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. After all the crap that he did and they never killed the governor. And now, you know, he's dating. So he's dating Maggie. And you know what I mean? You'd be like, really? Exactly. After he he killed her daddy. Exactly. No. After he cut off Herschel's head and now, you know, four seasons down, we're supposed to like him. And he's he's redeemed himself. He's making cutesy eyes with Judith and all that kind of crap. Exactly. No, he needs to die. And just like that one scene where the iconic scene where he's choking out Rick and Michonne's sword goes all the way through him. Mm-hmm. I needed a similar scene for Negan. And now I need a similar scene for, <laughs> for Alpha. Yes. So let him kill Alpha. And then as he's turning around after killing her, he gets bit or. Well, I like him kill Alpha, Beta kill him and Daryl kill Beta. Oh yeah. I like that. You like that? I like that one. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and then Carol killed the rest of them in their sleep. You know how she do. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then we'll go on and with our core people again, and then we'll try to find Rick somewhere. Exactly. We'll go for. We'll go on with the three we had left. It was Daryl. All right. Here's my thing. Daryl, uh, Carol, and Jerry. There you go. The rest can go. And some, I, and the kids. And the kids, and we can keep Kelly. We can keep Kelly because and Connie because we got to go back and get Connie. We got and go Luke dig, and dig Luke. Her out. No, I don't mind Luke. Luke. I really don't like Luke. Really? Luke doesn't seem to know where he is. Oh, he always wants to be jokey, jokey. I'm like, dude, you're in the apocalypse. Okay, but come on. Ah, you can have Luke. You gotta have some optimistic people out there. Well, I, that's why I kept Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I like Luke. All right, you can keep Luke. I don't mind Luke. <laughs> but everybody else can die. Oh, that's true. You, can... you, you can keep Luke. I'll keep my old man. I'll keep Earl. Okay, so we keep Luke and Earl. Yeah, I like Earl too. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Jerry and Carol and Daryl. There you go. See that? You see that? I actually kept Carol. Are you surprised? I'm very surprised at that. Because Carol, when she's killing up people, is the best. <laughs> I do like that part of her, but they need to let somebody else do it. She's not the only one that can do that. That's true. That's why I else do it. That's why I think it's going to be Negan who kills up. Um, I think that's, I think that's Alpha. probably true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the rest I don't Oh, and I don't care about Mary either. Um, oh, yeah. no, she's got to be one of the ones that get got. Yeah. I think she's getting get, got next up. Or tonight. Actually, Actually let um, Alpha get her. Yeah. Let Alpha get her. And yeah. then Negan gets Alpha. Uh, Beta gets Negan. And would you and say Daryl gets, gets beta. beta? There you go. Somebody got to get Beta behind that whole uh, massacre he did in that town. That was disgusting. That was good. It was scary as all. It was I scary. Loved it. I liked it too, but it was. I good. love. The only thing I didn't love was when Judas shot him. 
Oh, he got up. Judith, were you not trained? Right. You got to make sure. Do the head. Exactly. Do you not? You know how to do a headshot. You know this. Thank you. Thank that you. made me mad. Yeah. I was like, that was too predictable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. And I thought it would have been actually a really good ending for him because it would be so unexpected because you're like, who's going to take on this big ass man? Right. Right. And, and then to have it be Judith protecting herself and, and RJ who kills beta and then have Negan have alpha turn to Negan because beta is gone. Yeah. That would have been interesting. I thought that would have been the best ending for beta. I was like, let it be little baby Judith. blow his big ass away popping a cap in that ass what but anyway (laughs) look enough of us dreaming of a good show Uh, (laughs) so the show that we've got left um so are we almost at the end or did i think we are i mean all they did was throw the sap burn up the joint they tried to run back and then they got blocked by the fire Okay. So, so it's like kind of like there's two sections now. It's like the fighters outside and the people inside. Okay. Well, people inside ain't shit, right? Because did they leave anybody inside? The kids. Oh, yeah. Well, they'll get out. All the kids. The kids will get out. Well, ho- hopefully there's a tunnel somewhere that can. Well, we know there's a tunnel out. So hopefully they, they take the tunnel. Oh, I forgot about the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe the plan was to hide the kids until. The fighting started and they would go sneak out. Okay. I don't know. This is going to, okay. It's so going to be this, interesting. Yeah, I, am, I actually am interested to see just along the lines that, like you said, this is, this is the end of the hilltop. So I am curious to see where we're going to go with that. Scatter to the winds, baby. And yeah. I'm assuming at this point, after that many years and all their experience, they would have a designated rendezvous location. I would think after all these years, they would have all kinds of plans. Yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing that they don't, that they would have some sort of like, um, you know, with Eugene there, like some sort of, um, uh, what do you call those things? Flare gun or something that could be shot off so that the other two towns would know something's going down. You don't think that's an interesting point. Eugene didn't tell that chick that he's about to be in a battle. Right. And he could have said, hey, if your people got anything, come help us. Or I got to go now because we about to fight in a war. And I might die. So if I don't don't show up, just know I love you anyway. Yeah. (laughs) If I don't show up, it's because I died. (laughs) He did say, what did he say? He said, "Um, let's do this because I got a date Mm -mm -mm. or something. So, hey, maybe he'll do something interesting. Yeah, I wanted them to do more with Eugene and his ability to do things. Like, suppose, what? how come he didn't go make more bullets? They didn't burn down the factory where the bullets were getting made. Obviously, he still is making bullets because they have seen an endless supply of shit. Who? who? Well, I know, well, we haven't seen people shoot a lot of guns, but the guns they do have, they have bullets for. I saw Alpha with a gun that shot bullets. Yeah, she did have a gun. But not not anybody at Hilltop. I don't know. Well, Daryl has a gun and Judith has a gun. Well, Judith has Rick's gun. I know, but they got getting bullets from somewhere. Yeah, but she hasn't been shooting Rick's gun, has she? I I mean, after this long, they they all should have some... Like, it's been six years since 
uh, Negan went down. So I'm assuming they're still making bullets somewhere. So why weren't they shooting stuff? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I guess they've got to have bullets or this episode, guns. The next episode to uh, to understand. I don't know when I'm going to watch it though, because I got to watch Westworld. Does that start tonight? It's tonight, baby. Yep, they're both on tonight, so I know what I'll be watching at eight o'clock. Which one comes on at what? They both on the same time? Yeah, Westworld and uh, Walking Dead come on at the same time. I'll probably watch Walking Dead first. What? Well, because Westworld is on, you know, HBO, so you can always catch that. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, I can watch Westworld either right afterwards or tomorrow. True, true that, true that. I'll just not Walking Dead out. Hopefully it'll be good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was negative. This uh, <laughs> Don't apologize. It's just the world we live in at the moment with this no. this show. Like the last episode, I did enjoy that one. This one, I did not enjoy at all. I was just like, okay, this is going the way of, dare I say it, True Blood. Oh, it's been beyond that. You think so? Yeah, for years. It's been that way for years. I mean, this for is me, why so many people are left the show. For True Blood for me was in the middle of one episode, I was like, F this, turned off my TV and did not look back. I have not gotten there yet with Walking Dead, but like at the end of it, I was just like, "Mm." you know, just no feeling at all. But True Blood was campy and you knew it was going to be kind of campy. So I kind of excused it, even though it was terrible, I kept watching it all the way. This one, huh? Watched it to the end. Yeah, to the end. This one, I feel like I still want to last until the end. I just don't know that I want to talk about it because that's where I feel bad if I'm just talking shit the whole time. Too. You think this might be the last season you uh, podcast? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, they have so much that they could improve on. That's what always, that, again, my optimistic mind gets me back every damn season. Aww. Well, God bless you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my dumb, optimistic mind. Oh, no. When I get halfway through the season, I'm like, oh, why am I still watching this? Yeah, it's just, I, I, <sighs> I want to care. I want to care. I do, but. Yeah. In fact, actually, what happens when I'm watching it, more often than not, I really want to go back and rewatch the first seasons because I'm like, that's what it was. Yes. Like, I should pull out seasons one through whatever. And go back when it was really good. When it was good, man. Yeah. But, I know. It does make you want to do that. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Well, I think that is it. We've talked through everything. Yeah. Actually, we gave him more justice than it deserved. <laughs> You're right about that. We did have some feedback, though. Oh, cool. Ooh, 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 ooh. The very first one is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. It's been a long time, Roxy. <laughs> hey, sisters, guest host, and the nation. Just wanted to drop a few lines to you guys. I have been crazy busy here and I haven't watched a full episode yet. <laughs> you ain't missed much, Roxy. Not, not a thing. I have been, sorry, I've been watching The Outside on HBO. That was really good until the freaking end of the series. Kind of reminded me of it. I read that book back in the 80s when it came out. Freaking amazing until the end. Spoiler alert. And 
Oh, well, don't tell us. Well, don't spoil us. <laughs> she does, but I don't watch that shit, so it's not, I'm not, it doesn't matter. I do. Skip that. I'll skip it. spoiler. <laughs> she says, are you kidding me? Anywho, she's saying, are you kidding me about the end of it? Okay. Um, oh, I think, did you watch the 80s series, It? I watched both. Okay, so I think her spoiler is about the 80s series. I've never oh. watched the movie, the new movie. I haven't watched, so I don't know. Something about the spider. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's what she's talking about. Uh, she's like, okay. Anywho, I totally forgot that Walking Dead had returned at all. I was able to watch the first episode. Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, here we go. Fucking Carol. If she was so scared of tight closed spaces, why come did she go back Word. with the dynamite? Did she not have to go back through the hole through those holes that she freaked out in? Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she says, Yay, Melissa, for writing for Carol in order to give her a bigger part, being that Rick is gone. She hasn't learned her lesson from getting everyone trapped in there in the first place. She was still pulling off a Carl, running off and doing her own thing. Well, <laughs> is See, Melissa McBride writing for Carol? Apparently she is. That's what she's saying. Okay. Go ahead. Um, See, Rick knew what he was doing when he banished her ass back at the prison. <laughs> I remember Sister J was pissed that he booted her out. Rick saw what she was turning into. But everyone loved badass Carol. Being a badass is okay until you put other lives in danger. I better stop here. This is getting long assed. Okay, who am I kidding? P.S. How could I? T- <laughs> How could they tell if Jerry was bit or not? The man still had his boots on. Yeah, they bit through the boot, but they could have also nipped his actual foot. See, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. I asked that question when we did that podcast too. And wasn't there blood on it? That's what scared me. Whose blood was that? Looked like dirt. Oh, okay. Was it blood? It looked like blood to me. First of all, how are they chewing through a fucking boot is my question. And if they're chewing through the boot, how do they not chew through his skin? Right. You know? Continuity. What? Okay, everyone, stay safe and be careful. Here in my town in Westchester County, a man came back from overseas in Italy, and he has infected over 200 people in New York. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. My city is in a state of emergency and the governor wants all schools closed for the next few weeks. Now this, okay, when did she write this? Um, this was last week. So wow. yeah, as of, as of now, we are all, I think, going to be kind of quarantined. Yeah. Um, anyway, she says, uh, I am really starting to freak out a bit here. I do feel like I am about to be in one of the, one of those movies. My office is crazy busy with calls and stuff. <laughs> Okay, nation, everyone stay healthy. P.S.S. Even if I don't watch The Walking Dead, I will always listen to the sisters and guest. Aw, thank you, Roxy. I agree. She has a second email where she says, um, Hey, I'm back. Trying to keep this shit short, but you guys know me by now. (laughs) (laughs) Do I really need to go there? (laughs) <laughs> you guys know that I am what I am talking about. I almost vomited when I saw what I saw. Oh, Lord, I know. OMG, wasn't there a stream nearby? Wash <laughs> your stank ass. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right, Roxy. That's what Agreed. we were saying. Yes. <laughs> Homegirl did not even make an attempt to wipe. She sure didn't. Gagging while I type. 
talk about diaper rash. <laughs> Did you see how dirty they bodies were? Yeah. Negan should be shouldn't be that dirty. He was living at Alexandria. They let him wash and shit. Hopefully, I will be able to get caught up this week so I can get my feedback in on time. See y'all next week, Roxy. <laughs> Thank you, Roxy. Thanks, Roxy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, they was nasty. Nasty. They really were disgusting in their socks too. Especially when you, yeah, the socks. <laughs> Savages. <laughs> Especially Negan. The fact that he was in that pile of shit, and then the next scene he was clean as a whistle. Yeah, I didn't buy that. That was nasty. It, yeah, just the whole thing was off-putting. <laughs> okay, our next piece of feedback is from oh, Ozzy John. Hey, Ozzy John. And he has a voicemail. So let me play that. Hey, Sister Kay and guests, uh, Ozzy John here. With a few thoughts. My week and a half, two week late feedback for episodes one and two. Uh, episode start with episode two. Kind of actually forgot what happened here. <laughs> so. You know, not many thoughts on that one. But uh, this, uh, good old, this old first episode, uh, like all Walking Dead lately, the plot, I'm okay with the plot of the things that are happening, but it's just the uh, execution in, a, in quite a few things. Now, two stick to mind, yeah. and neither of those are Negan and Alpha getting it on. <laughs> I was surprisingly okay with that. Even the mask, well, that was a bit weird, but you get that. But the two things that stuck to mind that got me out and annoyed me was the road sign slash arrow in the cave. What happened to them? You follow one arrow. Here I thought, okay, it's a way out. The Whisperers are going to have fairly good arrows to get themselves out. Might have to fight a few on the way, have a big fight with a big group of them, whatever you have to do. But no, no, we followed one arrow for a little bit, maybe two if I saw it or not. And then instead of continuing to look for arrows, they decided to bust down an old mine wooden you know barricade <laughs> something good that was point. something that was quite obvious where the Very whispers didn't go exactly so sure yeah that's my first one my second annoyance was the what started out as a as the cool you know the tense scene through the tight space in the cave and jerry's coming up last the big guy's coming up last <laughs> all of a sudden he's getting stuck but my big problem was Jerry had his had his sword on the back, was able, has, still had enough room to take it off and pass it up. But instead of passing it up, why wouldn't you bring the little sword down your front, unsheath it, and just stick? I dare say that sword is longer than his legs, especially when he's holding it. Take it, uh, instead of letting it chill on his toes and his boot, <laughs> uh, yeah, just stick them. Stick one or two of them. Stick the first one, there might still be a bit of a gap. Second one comes along, stick that one. Even if there's still a gap, three, four, however many you have to do, it's just obviously a tight gap, too big for Jerry. So yeah. we'll say Jerry's worth three, maybe four walkers, which is being generous. Stick those three or four, bang, you've plugged up the hole behind you. The hole for that moment is safer than it's ever been because there's got four dead walkers plugging it up. <laughs> then you take your time up the thing. I don't know, maybe that's just me getting, you know, Fiery, but yeah, that's That's my thoughts. Quick thoughts on those two episodes or one episode. Second episode, like I said, I've actually been concentrating so much on the first, I've almost forgotten what happened in it. 
That's me done. Aussie John. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Aussie John. Thanks, Aussie John. He has another um, email with some more feedback for episode 11. Okay. Which is this one. Are we 11? Are we I think 10? we're 11, yeah. Yeah, this one. This one's 11. I done, got for- I done forgot that quick. Hey, Sister <laughs> Kay and guests. Uh, some feedback for this third episode. Was it episode 11 of uh, season 10? I uh, quite liked it. If anyone, if that's interesting to people. Yeah, like all episodes, it has its ups and downs. Rest, you know, this first three episodes, are, you know, on the whole, not bad. But, you know, but, uh, like I said, on the whole, I enjoyed this episode. I was getting a bit worried towards the end that we're going to get one of them uh, cliffhangers where, uh, you know, they look up and, you know, then the walkers come out and then it's a bit of a standoff. And then the cliffhanger, that's the cliffhanger for the end of the episode. But yeah. I did enjoy that we got one extra ad break and a bit of fighting leading into the cliffhanger. Yeah. And speaking of the, just before the standoff, before the walkers emerge, I did almost enjoy that scene, felt more tense in that scene than I did at the beginning of the, uh, the any of the uh, Game of Thrones battles. <laughs> not saying it's a better battle or not or whether it will be, but I enjoyed that moment quite well. And all the lead up to it, you know, everyone saying they're, you know, farewells and getting things in order. Yeah. Yep. Then lining up his data, enjoyed all that. A bit, some of it was a bit slow, but I still enjoyed it. But my one, I don't even know if it should be a gripe. I mean, I'm no chemist, but I wasn't aware that tree sap was explosive. Thank you. I wasn't aware it was even flammable. Thank you, John. Now, I know yep. trees are flammable. I mean, quite obvious by any <laughs> bushfire timber. Trees are obviously flammable. But... And tree sap might be flammable itself, but I wasn't aware that tree sap was gasoline flammable. <laughs> and there might be a certain tree, maybe even a certain tree in Virginia, that is explosive. But if they, if they are, I mean, when was the last bushfire you saw that <laughs> trees were exploding? You know, trees were in flames, but I wasn't aware that trees explode. And maybe I'm wrong, there might be a chemist in the uh, crowd or you might have, your guest might be more oh, an expert in this matter. I haven't even Googled it and all that. And like all Walking Dead things, I enjoyed the fact that the Whisperers had explosives and had gasoline and had were able to cover them in a gasoline-type product and have them make them flammable and lead up to the cliffhanger. I'm, I'm all excited that it happened. But I wasn't aware that tree sap was explosive. <laughs> But, you know, like I said, that's a grip. I'm no chemist, so, or biologist, or whatever the, you know, tree expert, no greenie. So I'm not too sure on that matter, but maybe someone can shed light on that. But that's my grip. Anyway, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoy the podcast. I'm enjoying, I'm on holidays at the moment, so if you need an international guest, Sister Kay, see how we go. Anyway, Aussie John out. Have a good one. See ya. Thank you, oh, Auntie John. <laughs> I'm crying over here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That's what we were saying. Had no idea tree sap was. Ex- now, I don't know about explosive. Did anything right. blow up? But he's right. He's like, you know, when there's like a forest fire, there's no trees that are like exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, John, you funny. got me crying here. That is funny. Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I wonder if they... Yeah, I, first of all, I didn't know sap was was flammable either. Me but neither. yes, the 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 sending up like maybe they were sending a bag of the sap with the arrow that was on fire. That's what caused it to explode. I don't know. I, I don't have remember. no idea. <laughs> None of it makes oh, sense. Oh god, that was funny. It was. I'm glad you're enjoying it though. I'm, I enjoyed like one scene here and one scene there, and that was mm-hmm. about it. The rest of the time, I was like, ugh. Yeah, I was like, I am, like you said, excited to see how this battle goes, mm-hmm. Kelly. Like, where are they going to go? Who's going to die? Who's going to die and where are they going to go? And where are they going? From the previews, it looks like they are scattered. Cool. And it looks like they are being chased. <laughs> cool. But I need to see some death in order for me to feel good about that episode. <laughs> That's kind of sad. <laughs> I know. That's bloodthirsty, but I'm bloodthirsty now. Right. Pull up these characters. Come on now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, Ozzy John has a tagline for oh. this season, so let me play that. This is Ozzy John, and I am a crass man. <laughs> and for all my service, I deserve to be rewarded. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't, I don't get it. I think he's hitting on you. <laughs> what did he say? He said he's a crass man because remember that's what um, Alpha said to Negan before she. Oh, she to got him. she got busy. Yes, you're a crass man, so I'll give you a crass reward. That, she did say that. Okay, yeah. I totally forgot that shit. <laughs> I guess it burned out of my brain after seeing that the, their dirty bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ozzy John. I will add that to next episode's um, taglines. Always need some taglines. Oh, gosh. (laughs) And hey, Ozzy John, if we could work out the timing, because y'all like a whole 12, 13, 14 hours different, then we would love to have you on the podcast. That'd be nice. Love, love, love. Okay, our next piece of feedback is from Janine. Oh, my gosh, Janine, how you been? I don't know, Janine. She says, hey. Oh, wait. She says this is the first time she's given feedback. But ah, Janine, you've been on the podcast before. I swear I've heard we had a Janine. Somebody who has a better memory than me, remind me. (laughs) And if not, Janine, I'm sorry. Apparently, I'm getting old and I never forgot. Okay. Oh, Lord. (laughs) She says, hi, Sister K and guests. This is my first time leaving feedback, but I've been a listener for a long while, back before Sister J took a seat on the couch. I started to give my two cents on a couple of general observations. I wanted to give my two cents on a couple of general observations on the season since it's been back for the second half. First off, how is it possible that the Whisperers only have to put on a Walker mask to become completely camouflaged from walkers when in past seasons they had to drench themselves in walker guts to go undetected. They can't smell that they are human below the neck? Come on. Remember in season one when the group was trying to escape from downtown Atlanta, Rick and Glenn covered themselves in walker guts and tried to make their way to that abandoned truck when it started to rain and the guts began washing off? They had to run like crazy to get away from the walkers because they're camouflaged had washed away. Oh, that's a good point. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like they're they're just naturally now so funky that it doesn't matter <laughs> if they put the guts on. They are already funky. But I think they also like walk in that way that they're not drawing attention to themselves. Yeah, they kind of have that shuffle walk. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing that gets me is all the talking they do. They do a lot of talking. They're supposed to be whispering. Well, even though it's a whisper, it's still a lot of talking. Now, my thing, just, I'm sorry to break up uh, Janine, <laughs> real quick. How are they making the walkers follow them? I, well, I guess because they all follow each other. <clears throat> that if they're yeah, at but the, how are the walkers going to follow them? Because they're, if they're in the front of the, of the horde, they're just going to keep walking with the horde, right? All right, so like you're a walker and there's like a person, what makes you decide to go in the direction that person goes in? Because you try to eat. But there's no food. They're just walking. Well, yeah, at this point, I think it's because, now see, this part I think is believable because if you're just in a big-ass group of things walking, you're just going to yeah. follow with that big-ass group of walkers. Okay, because I'm just walking. trying to figure how they get them to go this way and that way. I think it's just because they're just following each other at this point. Mm-hmm. But it's a good point. But then you know on that one episode where they kind of broke off and they were going a different direction and they couldn't because they saw food or they thought they had food on the mm-hmm. horizon. So I guess up until a point they can do that. Hmm. Okay. Huh? I don't know, Janine. <clears throat> she says, and secondly, what's with Alpha's old odd southern bell wispy way of talking you brought this up several times before particularly last time with kim w and joseph which was hilarious it was funny because kim was saying it reminds her of the movie Nell and jody foster (laughs) where she was like chicka say papa pay pay Which was so true. So true. It's so funny. <clears throat> oh my gosh. Yes, that was hilarious. She says, Alpha's southern accent is so bizarre. When she was first introduced, I immediately thought of Jodie Foster and now, see? I think Samantha Mor- Morton is a great actress and she plays Alpha in an interesting, creepy way. But her dialect just doesn't make sense when, when nobody else speaks like her. <clears throat> Why doesn't her daughter speak like her? Even in the flashback of her in the shelter with her family, she was the only one who spoke like that. (laughs) Well, I mean, you could be in a family where you're the only one with an accent. I mean, that does happen. Okay. I think it happens. (laughs) (laughs) But she does have a weird way of talking. Now, I liked it when I first met Alpha. Now it's gotten to annoying level, but. I actually like it. It's just um, a weird draw. It's different. Mm-hmm. And it's like she's so unbothered by it. She does. She can't be bothered to talk fast. <laughs> right. I got to talk slow to make sure you understand me. It's like, hurry it on. Hurry it on. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I like how they left episode 11, Morningstar, in a cliffhanger with our group being trapped on all sides during their battle with the Whispers, only to see the commercial for the next episode showing that they're fine. Wow. Way to spoil a cliffhanger three minutes later. (laughs) I know. These shows do that all the damn time. Yes, they do. It's annoying. I have some other observations, but those three above were most top of mind. 
Anyway, thanks so much for taking time churning out the Walking Dead podcast every week or so. I, mm, Janine, I, I see that read. That was subtle. Ooh. She said every week, week or, or so. so. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Janine. I, I, hey, I know. I get behind. Hey. I know it's time consuming, but greatly appreciated by all your listeners, I'm sure. P.S. I hope they give Michonne a deserving send off. Best wishes, Janine. Thank you, Janine. Thanks, Janine. I agree with that. Yes, I hope so too. I, I wonder, are we going to see her this season? I hope we do. I mean, I hope like at least one episode. Just to say goodbye. Yeah. Or are they going to keep her on that island until Please the don't movie? Keep her on the I mean, we already have Maggie out there somewhere. Floating somewhere. Floating somewhere. Rick is off somewhere. Flying somewhere. Right. So can we not have machine? Michonne out floating? Michonne. <laughs> called her machine. Michonne floating on the river or whatever. On the deep there. seas. Yeah. Uh-uh. Oh, crazy. Thank you, Janine, for that email. Love it. Woo-oop. And um, thank you for your first time writing in. If that is, I swear you've done written on somewhere else, Janine. Come on now. Tell me. <laughs> Maybe there's another Janine then. Maybe there are two different ones. Okay. And our last piece of feedback for this episode okay. is from Alex the Taxman. Hi, Alex. Hey, Alex. Hello, Sister K, Joseph, my former podcast buddy, and uh, Kim and guests. Oh, last one. So this is last week. I started this email before you guys recorded. I finished it after. My bad. So I'm still sending it in. Laugh out loud. I hope everyone is doing well. I also hope everyone is not corona coronavirus to the point where you cannot file your taxes. Ooh. <laughs> the tax man cometh and you gonna pay what you owe. <laughs> Me too, though. I ain't filed yet either. Me neither. <laughs> I haven't either. A few things. No, he says a few tings. <laughs> First, I'm glad the show answered a question I didn't have an answer for, an answer to for a while. Why did Dante kill that old lady? Apparently, it was to dig his part of the tunnel. I'm sure the whisperers did most of the work. Side note, if I was a whisperer, I'd rather have tunnel duty than walk among the zombies. I know that's huh. right. Yeah. So did Dante bury her? You know, I'm trying I, don't to, remember I think he that. did, actually. Oh, so that does I make think... sense. Yeah. <clears throat> he killed her so he could go ahead and bury her, and anyone seeing him digging wouldn't be asking any questions, especially with the whole sickness thing happening at the time. Hmm. Damn! See, I didn't even catch that shit. Me neither. Mm-mm. I was too busy thinking, oh, shit, they about to kill up people. <laughs> <laughs> now to the Father Gabriel slander. One, yeah, he needs to go. Not going to defend that, laugh out loud. But I don't hate him. I just need a new face in his spot. You know, something about his face that I just don't like. I can't quite put my eye on it. (laughs) (laughs) We're just not seeing eye to eye on this character. (laughs) The eye is a mess, okay? I don't like it. I think they should off him and let Scott take his role. He has been there for what, three seasons? And he has had less lines than this email has right now. Who's Scott? <laughs> That's the black man that pulled Aaron away from his husband during the fight. And he's also the guy. Oh, Shaniqua, was, Shaniqua's husband? Yeah, Sonequa Martin Green's husband. Okay. 
but he has been more prominent. He was standing next to uh, or behind Earl during that little city scene where they were talking about what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beta is a beast. He didn't ask for backup or anything. I'm big and all, but I'm keeping my eye open for for tall white dudes with long hair and gray and beards now. <laughs> I have to ask myself, though, why didn't Paula just stab Beta when she crept up on him? See, right? that's what. Oh, her name was Paula. The barcode. Uh, bar yeah, barcode. <laughs> <clears throat> I think because of Gabriel's cute little speech about keeping whisperers alive, Paula ended up dead. Oh. Hmm. Which also, that speech made no damn sense. Gabriel knew the whisperer they had last they had last didn't flip. Dante did crazy damage to the group and didn't say anything until after he got caught. Not to mention he has flown into a tizzy because his girlfriend's baby daddy got got does not compute. He was a good friend and all, but way too close to Rosita, which would make one like myself think that Gabriel doesn't care much for Rosita, but mm. whatever. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't make sense that he would go crazy and kill Dante just because he killed Sadiq. But I think Gabriel's I, just crazy anyhow. But I didn't think he killed him because he killed Sadiq. I think he killed him because he was just like trying to stop being nice all the time. I mean, he might have because supposedly he loves her. Whatever, it didn't mm-hmm. I, I? I don't believe that shit. Still, mm-hmm. he's just off. I, that character's just off to me. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or does Gamma need a little more fire? I'm not really getting the anger towards Alpha from her. I'm not getting the coldness she exhibited when offing her sister. I'm not getting the passion to see her nephew. She should have slapped Aiden's hand or Alden's hand. Excuse, sorry. She should have slapped Alden's annoying behind for trying to stop her or at least lashed out. Yeah. Finally, we get to Daryl's infinite lives cheat code. (laughs) Sigh. (laughs) I guess we just have to like him now. I'll save the Daryl hate for later because he hates Daryl. Really? Yeah, he don't like Daryl. He thinks Daryl should have died a long time ago. Oh, I like Daryl. I'm working. I did. <laughs> I'm working through some things, so he's gonna save his Daryl hate for later. I will say, however, that Alpha deciding to bring the whole horde now is also his fault. Um, hell, I still like Carol more than I do him. At least I can understand Carol's crazy, and people, including herself, understand she's crazy and why. Daryl seems to get pardons on every daggum crazy thing he does wrong. Even Rick didn't get that. I'm not as down as most people are in the show. Primarily, I think, because it is more compelling than previous seasons. Not saying much, but in the right direction. I feel like the Whisperers will be wrapped up by mid-season and will move on to something fresh. Fingers crossed. Taxman. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Well, first of all, we're already past mid-season. Yeah, I was going to say. Maybe he means midway through this second half of the season. Yeah. Well, I would be happy if we wrap them up this episode, which is episode but how 11. how wrap them up when they're coming with the, their horde? I know. Well, I mean, if we kill up the, the whispers and then we scatter, then we don't have to see them anymore. Oh, okay. We can still have the horde chasing us, but I don't know if it'll be done by this episode, though, coming up. I doubt it's going to be done by this. Mm-hmm. Unless, unless um, they off um, Alpha and Alpha. Beta together. Yeah, because if they don't have a leader, what are those people going to do? They're not going to still stay out there. 
I think I mean, Negan these are clearly lost people, right? Yeah. <laughs> very. So, yeah. Very lost. Exactly. So maybe. Maybe. Thank you, Alex. And thank Thanks, you, everyone Alex. who sent in your feedback. We have been feedback deprived lately. So this was very nice to, to get that much. All right. For everyone out there who is still watching this show, let us know what you think about it, what you think, what you want to happen next, what you hope happens. And uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. Um, you can send your feedback to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. Send a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or speakpipe.com slash podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And we have a great um, private group called Sister Speak Nation where we talk about all kinds of things, not just Walking Dead. Actually, that's the small part of what we talk about. <laughs> these days anyway yeah. it's a lot of fun uh, you can also find us on twitter at um, sister speak cast c-a-s-t and I'm on twitter also as underscore sister k Kelly do you have twitter um, yeah but you can't don't. find me, find me. okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> you can find her on facebook group yeah um, we are also on instagram at sister speak prod and um Wherever you can find podcasts, you can find us. And then we also have a website, sisterspeakproductions.com. So a lot of places you can find us. And we're getting ready to start Westworld back up. Kelly, thank you so much for giving up your entire day. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) To talk with you on the podcast. Y'all, it's been the entire day. When I say entire, the entire day. But it's been a lot of fun. Yes. Talking with you. Yes. All right. Well, that is it for now. I am Sister K. And I'm Kelly. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Toodles.